Well, yeah, when I well, when I was <laughs> 17, once again, like I had to grow up, you know, looking back in life, I'd be a lot of times I realized I had to grow up a lot faster than others. Not to go too in depth, but I slept on the streets one time and I had to go to school the next day. And I told myself, I'm like, I'm never going to allow nobody to put me in that position again. Or I have to count on Come on, give them yeah. to me, baby. All right, I'm in line. The pending is the worst. Dude, I'll be happy if I got these, but I'm not getting I know it. Got them. Got them. Better get them. Because I got them. What's good, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fair Game Podcast, Season 2, Episode 29. Season two, episode twelve. Episode twenty nine. Episode twenty nine. Season two. Episode twelve. Episode twelve. We're not good at math, man. It's all good. It happens like that. <laughs> That's how it is. Special, special guest in the building. Uh, one of my longtime friends and somebody I definitely look up to. I got to do a little quick pause. You always got to do the quick pause, man. When you talk about entrepreneur, fashion icon. Hard artist, overall amazing producer, family man, good person, good dude. Every time it's a good dude on here, I'm gonna say that good guy, good guy. That that's just that's just like unheard of. You know it's what I mean? Facts. Good guy. It's 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 hard to find a great man nowadays. Good guys, you say it. One of the drippiest, one of the most outspoken. Goes in the building, guys. Man, see, Q, 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 Q audience. Man, I want to say thank you because, uh, you know, that means a lot knowing that we grew up together. So you kind of know, you know what I'm saying? You know, before Urban Trademark, you know everything. So that's nah, love. Uh, so those words really, uh, it hit home because you know, the, uh, you know the grind, you know the ups and downs, you know, before, you know, even the brand was even started. So I really, truly appreciate that because um we family bro like we know each other for a long time and i think a lot of times you know it's important to kind of like give each other that those just those flowers while we here while we're here that's a while big we're one here. while we're you know here is definitely a big one and so um on the flip side of that let me give you your flowers sure you know um this logo right here that y'all see man you know it always transpired you know i was on the beach one day i don't even know if i can go can i go in and full in okay yeah, I was you on do the, you your thing right, it's, it's about you i was on the beach one day and um police officer said basically i can't sell on the beach unless it's handmade they passed the law or things had to be mass produced so i came home and i told my wife i'm like man i gotta figure out what i could do to this hat to make it customized or make it art considered as art and uh first thing that came to mind was i need a logo and I hit you. And, you know, I never forget. It's certain uh, triggers that I look at back at now and, and understand why things work. And one of the things why I figured out why it worked is because your initial words was, gee, I'm going to start it on, on it at six, at six o'clock and I'll probably be done by 10. <laughs> and an hour and a half, you sent me a mock-up. I said, I like it, but we just got to alter two things. The color of the hat. And it was some details on the bucket and maybe in the shoe. Yep. And next thing you know, this, this logo was created. And so, you know, as you give me my flowers, I want to give you yours because, you know, when you got homies, I don't know what it is about just how this life goes, but it's sometimes maybe that's hard for us when we're young. 
But yeah. we're at a certain age now where we understand like it's love. That's what you should do to your brother. And so I just want to say thank you because uh, it's a lot of people that support the brand and rock with this logo. And C was definitely a big vital piece of that. Yeah. I mean, and I appreciate you even hitting me up, considering me for that. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times you understand that there's so many people in every lane to do everything. Right. And you can pick whoever you want to pick. When you pick somebody and you're like, I am trusting you to do this and they get it done and it's a match made in heaven and things actually work out how they're supposed to work out. Like it does just feel like magic. You know what I mean? But when I look back at it, because it's certain nuances what I understand with creatives, right? A lot of creative people that's hella talented. But the reason why it worked, in my opinion, this is only my opinion, is because in that very moment, you saw it too. Of course. Because that's why you said, I'm going to start it on that six and have it done by 10. That means in your mind, I want something about this that I want to I want to get on this. Yeah. And I think that's the energy of like when you know like something. This is like when both people can see the end result. Definitely. So not saying we could both see it visually all the way, but we know it's something here that if we just knock this out, we're going to get there. It's in the it's in the energy. It's yeah. in the energy. Everything is energy. And so I look back a lot of times, you know, throughout the years of like like pivotal moments. And I and I look at like creatives and I seen like that was one thing that I noticed, like a lot of things that went really successful because it was like, let's get, let's do it. The sense of urgency. Let's the sense of it. urgency was there. Definitely. A, a sense of focus. And and like you time blocks, like I'm gonna get this done in these four hours. I wasn't even focused that. though. I, I was yeah, I would I, I said that, but I was I was more so just inspired. You know what I mean? Like, it, I feel like when, when you hit me with this opportunity, I was like, oh, yeah. Because one thing, and this is no shade to anybody or how things go down, but I'm going to find somebody to take care of it. That's how I am. You know what I mean? I'm going to start something. We're going to figure out how to make it work. But when you hit me, that's why I'm like, cool, this is my time to go in the game. Perfect. I'm going to go in the game. I'm going to hit my shot. That's a fact. That's how I felt, too. That's why. <laughs> that's how. That's kind of how I felt. It was like. And it's crazy because the first person that came to mind was you. I, I came home and I'm like, I'm like, see, draw. Cause you, cause it's crazy. Cause when, when we first, this is how I knew. We first, uh, when I first came to your house, you, you showed me all your drawings, the Spider-Mans and all that. And I said, bro, why you don't be? Busy? Chris don't know I'll be drawing. I, that's what's this uh, I understand now. you draw. I just never seen it firsthand. So I don't nah, know if I, I do more graphic it. design on this uh, side. Yeah, yeah you just, yeah. you know, computer guy. I don't know yeah. you be drawing. Man, I see get in yeah. his bag, though. <laughs> I, I, I got to see it, man. I don't know. <laughs> he be saying yeah. something. He say he got a jumper, but he don't. But I don't know. <laughs> I can't, I ain't seen a jumper in a while. <laughs> I, can, I can come in the, the artistry when it comes to the, the, the drawing game, see you on point, bro. And I knew Appreciate that. You. you know what I'm saying? And you the first person that came to mind. And I just, you know, I just, once again, I just want to give you flowers because it's not, a lot of times it's not the idea. It's the execution of the idea. Definitely. And you can't have execution without urgency since of getting it done. A hundred percent. I you agree. see what I mean? Because if you would have told me, bro, it's going to take a month, I might have... This story might have not been this story. Yeah. Exactly. Might have waited. Might have went somewhere else. Got a different uh, different A whole product. different logo. Everything. Everything. Or might have waited. You know what I mean? I, I've done... I'm, I'm working on a project with somebody right now. I, I can't say their name, but I, I'm waiting. You know, I'm playing the waiting game. So I did this work, and now it's fire. We think it's fire. I'm playing the waiting game. And it's like... Why do that when I could execute my product and make sure it happens and the story might change, right? 
But right now, the story is in a stagnant place. I think it's every situation is different. For me, it is. I, I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't have the time to wait because I was fresh out of prison and I was trying to make some money. Yes. And I needed a logo to go back in that beach and make some money. So every situation is different. Like for me, the sense of urgency was important because at that time, that's how I made money. Oh, it's important to me too. I'm very, very frustrated <laughs> about this project not being out. But uh, I agree. I, I just wanted to piggyback on that to say like sense of urgency is super important. Uh, definitely make sure things happen. I, I want to cut you off so we can go over fits real quick. What do you have on today? Because we talk about what people got on and you the first person to come with like something unique. I like that shirt. What's going on? Thank you, man. This is this a uh, fine at Urban. Okay. At Urban, uh, Urban. Urban Outfitters? Urban Outfitters. Okay. And then these some stack pans by uh, Rebel. Okay. And these some taxis. You know, like, ones has been my thing for, like, the last two or three years. Man, I just try to wear a one every day. You used to be a threes guy. I did. I did. What happened there? The universe. <laughs> the universe. <laughs> you get a little bit older, you're like, yo, I can't keep wearing these. It's the ones, man. And that silhouette and just, you know what it was, too? When I watched The Last Dance. It was something that Jordan did that just, even though I was wearing ones before that, but it just made more of the story of this silhouette and the shoe more impactful. And, Definitely. And why it's so important. You seen uh you seen the movie uh what's it called? Um Air. Air. I did. That even that even kind of like, you know, it's his story and how he did it, it was like, bro, it, they knew. Sometimes I just know that they knew that this was this. That he was just going to be him. Best gamble. This is the, <laughs> the best horse to bet on. They knew that Jordan was the best horse to bet on. But it's like, even how they held the film, like the, some of this footage that's coming out, or this, is this, is this when you just know? It's the essence when you kind of just know something is special. And when I watched The Last Dance, like, even how, like, people don't understand. Like, I study, like, timeline. When Jordan was rocking what he was rocking and his steez and his style, he was like, the everything around that wasn't like that. Yeah. When he got off that plane and he was, uh, he had the, like, the little colorful tee on. Big and, ass baggy jeans. Or no, he had shorts on. Big I was going to actually suit. wear them shorts today. Big suits. No, nah, it was shorts. He talking about when he hopped off the jet. When he, when he hopped off the jet. Yeah, it, Air Max 90-somethings. And in Japan yeah. and all the people yeah. going crazy. Yeah. That fit back then was just different. You know what I'm saying? And so I just think, like, from his aesthetic to how he carried himself to even what he did on the court, the shoe is special. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's got a lot of history behind it. So when I walk, I'm painting my history. I want to, you know, I feel like I, I like that aesthetic too, you know? Yeah, Cash Cash wore those uh episode ago? Nah, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. He, he wore with the Kobe jersey. Yeah. He wore them an episode ago, and yeah. we have a debate about like the Jordan ones dying because never. It's just getting to a point where they keep coming out with colors and colors and colors, making it way less special. I mean, those are fire. The problem is, is that they made so many, it just made it a lot less special. If those were limited, oh, the streets would be on fire for those right now. That's an eight hundred dollars shoe. That's true. Since it's public, released to the public, everybody can get it. But it's how you rock it, though. True. And my thing is, like, I see, I, I get to understand the, the exclusivity about shoes and all that. But really, people that like to get fly, it ain't got to have no popularity. It's just, can you see it? The aesthetic. Yep. Like, I like to get fly. So I'm not saying I'm a sneakerhead or not a sneakerhead. 
I just like to push it on and I like to try to do it in a unique fashion. So I get the culture of like, man, if this was an $800 shoe and I walked in, it'd be more like, damn, he got an $800 shoe. But as long as I walk in and I'm turning heads, that's what mattered to me. You 100%. know what I'm saying? Like, as long as my fit getting the look, it, this, these could be, these could have been on a hundred bucks. But the one I put it on, it ain't gonna look like that because I know how to put it on. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? And so my whole thing is like a lot of people don't understand that. That's that's what fashion is. Fashion is your style. 100%. It's not about the price. 100%. It's about how you put it on. I tell these guys all the time in store, like, it's about how you putting it together. It, it's a million things in this store. Um, but can you put it together the right way that this going to make sense and then resonate with somebody else who's never seen something like this before? Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Definitely dope. What you got on the crown though, too, and the glasses. You got you got to say everything. So this was this was a uh, well. This hat I made in 2014. I called it the breeze because at this particular time I was cutting my uncle's hair, and he had dreads, and he was like, "Man, I love your hats, but if you could just make something with somebody who got dreads, because I want my hair to breathe." So I'm like, "All right, bet." So I go home, got to my normal routine, start smoking. And, uh, Drop the top. Yeah, I just start cutting away. Me and Lika was like, Lika was like, what you doing? Like, we got to come up with, I told her the story. We got to come up with something for Unc. And uh, yeah, and this is kind of like the the finished concept. And uh, I feel like this hat is kind of crazy because this is like a Ferrari to me. Okay. Why like, so? Because it's like, I don't make too many of them. Okay. Uh, if you can see the aesthetic. It got the Goyard bill with the with the underneath brim of a car. You know, this is per, uh, perforated leather. We're going to zoom in on that. Don't worry. We're we going we gonna to talk about it when you talk about the fit. Um, That's fire. Strap in the back so you can wear it like that. Yeah. And and I think it's this one of them ones where it's like it's not. It's a piece. It's no different than these ornaments. You don't wear it all the time. But when you do, you kind of set the precedent of like, oh, what's that? Every time I wear it. Somebody asked me, like, did you buy it like that? Did you make it like that? And I tell them, like, nah, it's custom. We chopped the top. This was a hat, so it had a crown. Mm-hmm. And we chopped it off. Because the thing about it is, when you look at visors, this is the separation. Like, I'm really big on details. Most visors, this logo wouldn't work. It wouldn't work at all. Because the visor is going to be, what, too small? Or the logo would be way smaller. That part. Got you. So the logo was on here because I feel like the boldness of the logo is what sets the logo and give it that tone. When this becomes too small, you don't see the intricate detail. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I want to keep that. And that was kind of like how it all, you know, transpired. So yeah, to answer your question, yeah, this is just one of the ones, man. I feel Fine. like I, I was I was more in tune with the the story behind the hat. How oh, you no. got inspired. It's some more. That's what I'm saying. I I, I want to dive into like your mind of how just like how you said you was cutting up your uncle hair, like where do you get your pieces of inspiration from? Like, do you walk into people. random people? People, universe. Like, it's, I get my inspiration by filling voids. That's that's how you, like, that's what life is about. And Let's so, talk like, about go bands. That one kind of came just because I was wearing a hat every day. And Tree came in one day and he was like, he's like, boy, you wear a hat every day, bro. You're going to go bald. <laughs> and I was like... I, I like, wear a hat every day. That's cool. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He said that. I was like, I lose my top. And so when he left, 
I was like, yeah, damn, he kind of got some. He, that could, I don't know. That was like it could shit. add up. Yeah, it could add up. So I'm like, a lot of people said. So I'm like, man, I gotta figure something out. So you know, we always had like loads and loads of fabric. So we just start twisting the fabric up, and we made it into like a band. And Lika was like, it looked kind of cool, but oh, she's like, it looked kind of cool, but how you gonna do the back? So the first version. Tree and everybody could tell y'all this had a watch band. That's kind of uh, it was a watch band on the back of the that's kind of to, to close it. That, that, that was the first. That was the first. Okay, okay. Because I was I trying to give it like yeah, had a, it had a watch. Band. Got championship. I can't even the imagine a watch band on a on a. The first one had a watch band. Okay, for real, for real. And then I was like, this OD though, because like you gotta have that like simplicity mixed with a little bit of evolution. Like you don't want it to be too like too- it gotta look cool. It got to look smooth. You feel me? So it, it looked it cool, but it was like, nah. So we doubt, we digressed. And then, yeah, we came up with a, a good fold. I call it the perfect fold. And yeah, the next thing you know, we did it. And I'll never forget, I hit Jason up. Shout out to Tradition. Shout out to uh, Shop Tradition. We're going to talk about that too. Shout out to Rob and Jason. Um, Jason is somebody that basically put me in position to win. Uh, when I was fresh out of prison, he had a store in the Beverly Center. And so uh, i never forget, I hit him. I was like, Jay, I got the next best thing. I got the next thing that's going to hit. And he was like, he, you know, it's kind of like question, like, what is it? What is it? I'm like, bro, I just got to show you. So I pull up to his spot and um, I pull up all the bands. And he's like, a headband? Like, I'm like, nah, this is not a headband. It's a go band because of the fold. And look at all the flavors. Look at all the like different colors. Like normally when you see a uh, uh, a headband, it's a bandana folded, a paisley print. Red, blue, white, basic. Yeah, I told him that. I'm like, nah, you gotta see the you gotta see the value in this J. Like a person who don't want to be associated with game banging and all that, they gonna love this because they can still get that look, but they gonna be able to be different. And so Jay, like, he kind of questioning it. Not questioning it, but he, like, he just looking at it strange. Then i never forget Carl Kanai walked in. He stayed in his building. And then Carl, I saw Carl looking over there at us. Like, i never forget that. Like, Carl was looking. You don't know who Carl Kanai is, dude. No, I don't. Man, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he was We're going to keep it going. He was looking, and then um, I was just like, I put it back in the back. I'm like, Jay. <laughs> no, no, no. Close it up. <laughs> I was like, Jay, it up. trust me, bro. Just take like a couple of them. Just take like 12 or 15 and put them in the case. And he did that um, based off, I think, the fact that we was moving so many hats. He had trusted me. He's like, bro, I gave you a shot. It's been doing good. Let me give this a shot. And yeah, like the story goes the same way with the hats. I get a phone call, I think the same day. He called me, he said, guess what? I said, what? He said, Sway Lee came in and just bought six of them and said, whoever making these, That's crazy. he's a he's a head, he's a head. Hey, this is gonna be it. He tell him I wanna endorse it. And so Jay called me, he like, yeah, Sway Lee even wanna endorse it. So I was like, damn, Jay, I don't know, because it's so new that I don't want it just to be associated with one person yet. Cause in in the fashion industry, in the music industry, it's so small that if you if certain people rocking certain things, certain people not gonna want to rock it. Yep. Especially if they feel like they're getting a check for rocking it and they not. So I told Jay, I'm like, let's just chill out. Let's just see how it go. Like, you see, he rock with it. 
let's just see, you know what I'm saying? And nonetheless, after that, Chris Brown, uh, ASAP Rocky, um, a lot of people, ja- JaVel McGee. Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap. Like, in, in prime. In prime form. Prime, prime Fetty. Prime Fetty Wap is different. That's you got to say prime Fetty Wap. Prime Wap is different, bro. Prime Wap. He was on a tear. Kid Inc., friend of the store. We're going to have him on the show, too. Um, Kid Ink is also one of the people, yeah. right? Like he definitely uh, was into the hats and the bandanas. Um, I think that's interesting, bro. Have you flipped it so many times? You think I'm about to let you escape from calling out your fit before we keep going, bro? My fit's smooth. I don't know what you're talking about, Chris. What you got on? I got time? a little, little, little West Coast vibe. That's a West Coast vibe. Yeah. Which one? Like a gangster or who? I don't even know. It's my vibe. Okay. I live in the West Coast. So. I like those vans. I got the new school vans. Those little chubby fire. boys, Nike socks. I I'm got... gonna tell you what's the confidence though, not to cut you off. It's the Nikes with the Vans. That just let you know, like I ain't tripping about what none of y'all say. I do. Thank what I you. Do. I be doing. I be I... doing. <laughs> hey, I be doing Adidas with the Jordans, bro. So yeah. go. Is that okay? <laughs> is that little, okay? Go. Is, is Adidas with Jordans okay? Go. Hey, look. Look. Confidence go. wins the confidence. That's all it's about. It's like when you walk in, you let me know. Like you do you. And that's always a good <laughs> and I, thing. I got chewed out by this guy. He's like, why are you rocking Nike socks with the van? It was like they they, they don't clash. He, he, he on his he on his uh his positivity thing nah, right now. He know how nah. we get but down. These, these and Lika know how we get down. We wasn't doing these that. These don't clash, oh, yeah. but we not doing that. But <laughs> we're not I doing that. him for being confident because yeah. it's like at the end of the day, we let he letting us know he do that. It's more yeah, of a, it's more, it's more, it's more like stoicism. <laughs> he, it's more like he's being stoic. He Ooh. just don't care. You. I mean, that's true. I'll yeah, that, that's what but, it is. It's I mean, more stoic. There's some, there, no, there's some sense to it. They're not competing brands. You feel me? I'll get it if it was like. You don't think Nike is competing with Adidas? No. no. Yeah, absolutely. Nike crazy. with Vans? No, absolutely not. Why would they? At that moment, that's. I feel like if they I had only right now. I feel, I feel like if I had Converse socks with some fans. You got an SB SB tongue on them bad boys with the they got Nike SBs. Come on now. Nah, Either they, way, nah, keep going. I'm sorry. I, I got I got Target shorts. Uh shout out Target. Target sponsored my boy. Yeah. You wear a Target item every episode. Literally. There hasn't been a We're trying to get we're trying to get something. I got I got H and M belt. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I got a hard rock vintage tee sponsored by Sean. Single seam or is that, uh, what's up? Double stitch? What you think? Uh, that's a double stitch. It's right fa- that's a double stitch. Uh, fake vintage? So, yeah, yeah. Fake uh, vintage? Reprinted, but it looks it looks nice. Looks nice, I'll tell yeah. you that. What about you, sir? You got some... Basic. I was, I was trying to be cool today. Nah, that shit's interesting for sure. Uh, Crenshaw Skate Club's already wore these on the episode. I was going to change the laces. I almost wore the pennies today. I just decided to put on Crenshaw Skate Clubs because dunks just look better than basketball The, the funny thing is, people don't even know this guy brings, like, three pairs of shoes to work every day. And, like, you'll see him leave for lunch and you'll come back with a whole different pair of shoes. It it's makes a no thing. sense. It's a comfort thing. Once you get up there in age, you realize, ooh, and, and I can't that wear I know, these for And for then five I know hours. for sure you have emergency slides in your car. 100%. Emergency slides and That's a Hooper runners. thing, though. That's a Hooper thing. It, it is. is. I, I have Crocs. I got Crocs. I do the Crocs, though. Okay. I know the Crocs is like one of those things you either do or you don't, but I do the Crocs. I do Salehi Crocs. So, I'll do, I'll oh, do them for... <laughs> now nah, they've been upgraded. I do them for free. Salehi Crocs. Croc is Thank nice. You. I'll show you. Thank you. You do Crocs for free, right? For free. If no, only a designer Croc. The basic <sighs> oh, Croc, you're not okay. catching me in the Croc. You're a sick No, it's not, it's, not, it's not even a broke thing. It, I, I'm, no, I'm really going to go away from calling you broke because 
You're not broke. No, you're just and bougie. I'm not broke. You're just bougie. There's I, I, a difference. I know, and I want to apologize, okay? Nah, I, wanna I don't start, want to I was, apologize. Hey, you take it. Nah. And that's how it's going to be. I'm going to apologize. Keep going. See, we came a long way, man. Man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing. Cover you yourself. What the heck? <laughs> it's, I, I try to keep escaping it, but then he going to pull me back and we came a long way. Yeah, I'm nah, not doing. I'm going, man. Dog. We came a long way, though. It's I, like, that's what we grind for. That's what I grind for. Period. I'm going to go eat at a nice place. I'm going to have a good meal. I'm, I I will do noodles, but... Get your groceries from Erewhon. If I have to, but I'm really a Whole Foods guy. I know you're a Whole Foods guy. Yeah. Hey, Let me go home. with the... Okay, Billionaire Boys Club on the shorts. Regular t-shirt. Uh, I can't remember this from Nordstrom's, probably. On the fitted, I do got a Cincinnati hat, which is super dope, with the Old English. Got it from Hat Club. Who cares? Magpark hats all day. Anyway... You shop at Whole Foods a lot. When I see you, you post a lot about going to Whole Foods. Hey, no cap. I'll be in Whole Foods. I'll be in Whole Foods now too. I'm not gonna lie. Thank you. <laughs> hey, come on, man. No, nah, but I be walking there. You know my my daily I do walks. Too. Yeah, my daily I do walks. too. Whole Foods is like putting 91 in your body. You feel me? It's like the 87 is whatever, but like when you start putting 91 in your body, you start to just instantly feel different. Your get up in the morning is different. You're not sluggish. So it's like, yeah, if you're going to spend the money, you definitely want to spend it at Whole Foods because they're giving you the best aesthetic for your body. I've been trying to get away from this broke, broke talk. I'm sorry, but... Dog, he buys Voss water regularly. Ten items in my cart. <laughs> in my, ten <laughs> items in my cart. And, well, not Voss. No, I buy... Uh, I try Fiji. to buy the Alkaline something, whatever the Alkaline is, which you got to drink that in five days anyway. So he I keep got to you times. know what I mean? Go, go get it consistently. But... I say that to say I do like going shopping at Whole Foods because it's just better stuff there, you know? That's a fact. But they you, not Erewhon, though. It's not Erewhon, <laughs> but Erewhon has really good things. Erewhon does have really yeah, good things. It's a little OD. You leave out of Erewhon and your bill, you buy like five things, your bill be like two fifty. But what you got in your cart though is you amazing. To, you got, I got five things. I got uh, no. I got these <laughs> got little a... tubes. I'm gonna I'm say this. I'm a nerd. I, I know y'all probably seen me posting on my social media. I got these little tubes. It's called Royal Jelly. It's like natural energy. It's better than coffee. And they're like maybe like ten bucks a pop. But the energy that it gives you is <laughs> unrealistic. This man doing the whole so ad right now. He doing the whole. So ad. I'm gonna go buy <laughs> seven or eight of them so I can have them for the week. Yo, so did the sponsor my guy right here, Royal Jelly. Please, Royal Jelly, and also uh, Whole Foods sponsor me. Anyway, <laughs> that's my fit, bro. Bro, be going to Whole Foods. I always see his post talking about going into Whole Foods real quick, getting oh, some quality. Man, Whole Foods is they like that. Do you uh do you uh shop at um what's the other place called uh Sprouts? Have you ever been to Sprouts? Sprouts is it's cool, it's but it's like that, a tier lower, like three tiers lower. Three tiers is kind she, of crazy. She's a tier. Uh, she knows the. I think Sprouts. You said is. Agree. I I don't really shop at Sprouts. Honestly, <laughs> I'll be at Whole Foods more just because I feel like Whole Foods is this. They got there, everything I need. There's one more. There's another grocery store. I forgot what it's called. Something Farms. Bristol Farms. Bristol, Bristol that, Farms. Now, I don't now, them either. now, Bristol Farms. I frequent. It's. It's uh right there above Whole Foods. So it's like Bristol Farm? Right there. Where, Only thing is they don't have a lot of produce and a lot of things in the store. But they waxing. Air, air. <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's like maybe like two blocks away from my house. So I walk from it. Okay. I walk to it. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm about to go to the grocery store real quick. I walk right to it. Man, I come out of there, my bill be like 150 I got three things. I, Bristol Farm. Bristol Farms. I'll tell you this. Bristol Farms is a great place to get flowers. Okay, okay. Great place to get flowers. 
I frequently get flowers from Bristol Farms pretty much like once a week. So get Trader Joe's my flowers. I like Trader Joe's too. We got a discount there. <laughs> Shout out my boy Jordan Miller, right, frequent right, frequent of the show. Let's move on, man. Anyway. All this grocery store talk. Uh, nah, I just wanted to talk that's about a, grocery stores real quick. That's, that's a real that's a real adulting talk, right? Hey there. man, food is food, man. Food is fuel. <laughs> I love food. I like to spend money on food. Um, with that being said, yeah, let, that let's age. yeah. <laughs> I, a full fridge is a little bit better than me. <laughs> in, a lot of in a lot of things. Full fridge yeah, or a full age. closet? Full fridge. Absolutely. Mando full oh, fridge. Yeah. My closet yeah. is full. It, it's it's overflowing. If a nigga say full uh closet, I'm kind of like, I know you still young. Yeah. Mentally. <laughs> yeah. I, I like, you know what I'm saying? Like the food, the essentials of your life is your health, bro. Like the food gotta be A1 and it gotta be on point. When I leave here, I need to go pick up three gallons of water. I tell you that right now. Yeah. So I might, and I'm gonna leave out of there and buy something else extra just because. Spam by water. You know what I'm saying? Definitely need to get on that water, man. 75 hard. How's it going? That's another thing. It was a, a gallon of water a day. A gallon of water uh, a day. I'm not going to lie. Uh, before we transition, I am going to talk about my 75 hard. Here uh, we go. I, I've been kind of like lacking because, as we do know, I, I almost died this week. I mean, you got to start over. No, no absolutely You not. failed. I didn't fail. I just like had a little road bump. <laughs> had a little road bump. I'm not going to sit here and lie. He almost in, he ended up in the hospital. No, I, had, I had a <laughs> from seventy five R. Nah, he tell you it never worked out. I, I'm not gonna say an anxiety attack, but I don't know. I just my chest felt weird, and I went to the hospital. But they told me like you just tripping for real. You know what I'm saying? They just, panic attack, and they kicked me out the hospital. At what, what point do like, we what, feel what like what the doctor? It? At what point do we feel like the doctor is is lying to us? They so I went to the ER. I wasn't trying to go to the ER, but which the, ER is important? I went to Cedar Sinai. Okay, they 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 good. You feel me? I went there and checked my blood pressure, my blood, all that. They tell me you good, but the nurses were like, "They're gonna tell you you're good just because you're young and you're like fitness." I'm getting back into working out. They're gonna tell you I'm good, but they told me to go see a cardiologist just to make sure. Cause you, the main reason why I went, cause I I didn't feel so much pain. It's more so like. I seen what happened to recent athletes like Bronny. Like he he had a heart attack. Bronny James, LeBron James' son. Didn't he just get diagnosed with something else? No, they find out. They found out why he had a heart attack. And then there, there's been multiple like college athletes that unfortunately did pass away from a cardiac arrest. Is Bronny James done though? So is he not? No, we don't know. Like Demar Hamlin, he had a cardiac arrest in middle of an NFL game. So that I found I found that like it kind of scared me, and I and I think that's the main reason why I had anxiety, just because, you know, when you search up your sy- symptoms on on Google, they just tell it you. That's dying. the worst thing. You dying? You search up a little bump. <laughs> you like it says you have something else. Like I got bit by a mosquito. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that's the main reason why, why I went. But I, I'm catching backtrack on my my seventy five hard. I'm not gonna start over. I'll be honest. If I'm twenty pounds down in one month, I'm doing something right. Gotta start over. Consistent. You on your program right now. You start me? over. You feel me? I should start over, but I'm not. It's okay. You're doing great. You, you. you looking slim. You're Thank looking you. slim. I'll say that Thank for you. sure. You're looking slim. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, seriously though. Uh, back to what we we're talking about. I do want to talk about. Um, so right, one thing about you, you've definitely uh, been a person who's innovative in the landscape, right? Um, for people who don't know. You definitely started out your roots um, just being a hustler in general. Like, yeah. you know, before you were selling 
anything. You were selling something. You always were selling something. Ever since I known you, you sold something. And yeah, I bought school, it from you. <laughs> high school, middle school. I started in really elementary. I used to sell my post my Pokemon cards in elementary. And then from there, high school, I started selling other stuff. In high school, I started selling other stuff. I think that's just me being my mom and dad. They was heavy in the in a certain game. And me just seeing them kind of inspired me to always just want to make money. I've always been around that environment since I grew up. I always seen them making money. So I tried to do it in my own way. And um, yeah, and then later on after I got out of prison, it was different because I had lost everything. So it was like a reset. Cause I just remember like, I'm getting out and everybody's like, it's kind of strange. Like anybody to get out of prison, it's kind of like you starting like negative zero. I mean like negative two or negative four, you know what I'm saying? Like you looking at everybody, they got their shit going. Like my credit was fucked up. I had lost everything. And so for me, even though I always was a hustler, I think my purpose on why I was hustling was different. I was hustling to survive in the beginning. Then after that, I was hustling to build. It's two different hustles when I think about it. Like the beginning was I came home to $1,000 of rent. My first month, I had an apartment because me and my mom, she just, I had some money saved and me, she all, we always knew like, because I moved out, I moved out when I was 17 because my mom, she was like a young parent. So we knew like, was she, how she was moving and how I'm moving is night and day. So I had some money saved. And, and I'm like, once I knew I was coming out, came out to her apartment, she'll tell you, my wife. I remember that. I see. I remember that. So you had uh, like a studio. I feel like you had. No, that was when I was in high school. I'm talking about when I was out of prison. So he so, had a studio in high school. I say that. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> insane. It was a little bit different. Well, when I, when I was 17, <laughs> once again, like I had to grow up, you know, looking back in life. I be a lot of times I realize I had to grow up a lot faster than others. I mean, to have a studio in high school, it sounds like you was grown at fifteen. Mm-hmm. I, I no, you know, and the, and it all transpired because not to go too in depth, but I slept on the streets one time, and I had to go to school the next day, and I told myself, I'm like, I'm never gonna allow nobody to put me in that position again, where I have to count on somebody. Yeah. So from that day, I started saving bread, bro. And then when I was old enough to do who owned my, uh, my mom's building, I asked him, I'm like, yo, I see you got a rent sign for rent sign up there. You think I can? He's like, man, you still in high school? I'm like, yeah, but I got money saved. He was like, well, if you could show me you got over 10000 saved, I'll give it to you. And I showed him that. Okay. And he ended up giving me up because I wasn't legally, I'm not able to get, but he knew my mom and whatever. So long story. So I don't want to go in debt, but yeah, I moved out at 17 and I was doing that. And then I went to prison at 20. But like when I got out of prison, my perspective was different. My hustle was still there, but it's just like why I was hustling and what I was standing on was different. My integrity was different. And so like, yeah, like I look at that. So just to kind of chime in what I was saying, like, I realized, like, I used to get frustrated a lot of my peers about little shit. And I think when I look back, it's because everything was always serious with me. It's like Kobe. Mm-hmm. Like, when niggas talk about Kobe, they always talk about, like, he an asshole, but for the good reasons. Because he wants to win. 
that's kind of like how I look at my life. Like I, I kind of like when I get around my my home, even you. Like I go trying back to the beginning of the story. Like I thank you for be like, bro. I'm gonna get it done between six and ten, because at that moment I looked at you as like we serious. We about to get this shit done, and that's always been my mindset. Because at a young age, I feel like I never had a safety net. If it didn't get done, everything I always felt like it was gonna fold on me. You put uh, something in the beginning of one of your songs. Uh, it's, it's a snippet of Kanye at recording um, Donda. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no laughing. No, la- I love that I clip be- because I feel the same way a lot of times. No laughing. We're trying to get this done. Let's get it done. When we get it done. Now we can party. <laughs> we can have fun. You know but, what I'm saying? Because we got something to celebrate about. Yeah. We can't be celebrating losses. Or we can't be celebrating. We, we got to. The whole thing is to set a goal, reach the goal, and then have fun. Yeah. Can't celebrate mediocrity either. That part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if you do, that becomes your normal. So you always got to push yourself. And that's where I was, to answer your question, I was forced at a young age to just, just do that. Just have to survive. Like, not saying my mom and dad wasn't really, it was just different, bro. Like, my my story is, is the closest thing to it is 50 Cent story. 50 Cent mom in the street selling dope. Woop-de-woop. Like, that's, I'm that kid. Mm. I seen it all, but I had to get it myself. How does that um, indirectly shape your outlook on your family now? Uh, you know, like you're definitely a family man. You got a wife and kid. Man, this is this the number one thing that's important. You see, in the that's the number one thing that's is keeping it. Nobody wins when a family feud. Yeah. Shout out Jay Z. <laughs> no, that's the core. You know, you know, I've been with Lika. Me and Lika have been rocking since high school, but we've been official since I got out of prison. Yeah. And through my highs and lows, we like this. Because the thing about it is everybody celebrates you when you're winning. Who's going to be there when you, you know what I'm saying, when, when you going through those peaks and valleys? Right. And I've seen a lot of people forget about that. Yeah, the thing about me is, like, when I went to prison, I'm going to just say this. I don't want to go too in-depth. Prison showed me that. Is that I was making, I always made money. Everybody know me for always hustling, making money, breaking bread with niggas, putting niggas like, but prison showed me when I wasn't an asset. And some niggas I didn't even talk to the whole time that I was building with for years. Mm-hmm. Then when I got back out, Urban Trademark started popping. It's like, they come back hey, in. No, what you doing? Yep. And that's love, though, because every cause one thing about prison, anybody that's been in, locked up, everybody's life still goes. Yours just stops. But, but you, but it's like this though too. When you really care about somebody, you figure it out. Hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Like when you truly, like really feel like this is this and this and that, you are gonna try to figure out like, oh, I'm gonna send a books or this, or I'm gonna try to get a, a tell brother call me when you talk to him. And that's when you you don't really feel that until you hit rock bottom. Because when everything is good, it's good. Everybody going to be laughing with you, yeah. celebrating with you. Mm-hmm. But when you at your lowest, that's when you get to see the real. And that's what God did for me. Because I always was winning. Before I was locked up, I always had bread. I always had my own spots. And I always was the facilitator. But when I got locked up, I that was that... Define the moment when I got to see, like, nah, it's real. It's real because 
you know, you just get to see things differently. And so it's no malice when I got out. I still had love for everybody, but I knew once again that if shit was to hit the fan, at the end of the day, I got to make sure that the core is straight. Yeah. Agreed. Whoever that core is, you got to make sure that's straight. Because when you can't move for yourself, you're going to have to tap in on the core. When you get them phone calls, you got to collect calls from, we're going to see who put that bread on the books and who don't. That's right. If you tap in with your core, nine times out of ten, they're going to put some bread. They might not continue to put it, but they'll get you, they'll, get, they'll start you up. There's the effort, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and, and people who don't know about that culture, I think that's important that they know that that is important to people who are locked, right? Like, some people, I know a lot of people's, like, parents who, like, you go to jail, I'm not seeing you, right? No matter what you did. Versus, I mean, you know, I mean, my, my mom said stuff like that before. Said like my mom too. But, but not knowing, like, but you still got. Both of y'all mom, not to cut you off, they're going to be right there. Yeah. 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 But I, I think I think it's more so like uh, from from a from a uh, so you friend perspective. Just don't do it. Or from don't from a trouble. yeah from an everybody perspective. I think everybody should be aware of that and be like, you know what? Like if somebody, you know, what I mean, my friend go down, like I should just at least reach out, at least reach out, at the sure. least. Yo, you good? Cool. Hold your head. I might not have nothing to give to you, but I can give you these words. You know what I mean? I can let you know I'm thinking about you. Um, so I think that's important, man. Um, I do want to talk about a little bit about that, right? So we talked about sense of urgency earlier. I feel like when you did come home, you had such a sense of urgency, right? I was around you during those times where you would just be spitballing, throwing things at the wall. Like, hey, I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And some people are like, yeah, championing that. And some people are like, oh, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what do you feel like... Um, what was the idea and the sense of urgency at that point? And, and what... What made you push past the naysayers? Because I had to come back. I was trying to bounce back. See, the thing about when I was locked up, what I realized is that some people, like, people would come in and out while I'm still doing my bid. I'm like, bro, you just got out. Then I had to realize, like, it's like I had motion before I went in, so I know what motion looked like. And it was legit motion. You feel me? Like, I made legit money, and I was, you know, even though I was hustling on the side, I feel like I knew what motion looked like. You feel me? To oppose some niggas that was coming in and out, I feel like they never got to see a different level of certain things. So, for me, my whole, like, like motivation was just to come back harder. Like, I was, I was strategizing when I was locked up. Like I, was cut, I was cutting hair when I was locked up. I was strategizing things I could do because I kind of felt like I knew I couldn't, I wasn't going to be able to get a job because I had felony, I had two strikes. So I got two strikes. I'm coming home with two strikes. So I like, once I knew that, I'm like, nah, bro, they not going to, it's going to get, it's going to be tough. So when I came home, I started cutting hair for like the first couple days. And then some just said, man, nah, bro, you got to get out here and hustle. Like you got to get back in these streets. And that's when I bought the hats, start selling regular hats like that on the beach. And, you know, then police officer story, like I told y'all, then we customized them. But that was what's filling me, though, to answer your question is that I just knew, like, I knew I fell off. I knew everybody looked at me like, you know what is funny? It's a couple people, I'm not going to say their names, but they came over to my spot. 
the first couple of days I was home and I didn't have no furniture. I just had a bed and a, a red bin with a TV. Okay. And they were like, damn, go. What you going to do now? <laughs> That's what they said. What you going to do now? Yeah, I ain't yeah. going to say no names. Yeah. But it remind me like, damn, homie. In high school, you was the man, homie. Type Wonder shit. what happened to you. Yeah. We'll just plan get rich or die trying before this actually too. But that's yeah. how they made me feel when they left. Yeah. So that's when I was like, nah, bro, I gotta really turn up the hustle even more. Like, and so I felt like from that day, that's what we did. And then so that's what the sense of urgency was my comeback. It was like like Rocky. Like I, I had been knocked down, but I know my cloth. I know, like, I've been doing this a long time that I just know, like, I just have to, like, but I ain't going to hold you, though. What God did for me, though, he unlocked a different side of, like, my, like, how I would think, my confidence. Even though my confidence always been there because I've been hustling, but as far as, like, when you don't, like, when your options is slim, it's kind of like I always tell everybody that do music when they first start doing music, they be like, well, I'm scared to put music out. I'd be like, this my, I'll tell everybody this. I'd be like, imagine you was in a plane, right? And the plane was about to crash, but you got a parachute, but you never parachuted before. What you going to do? You going to crash or you going to jump out? I start jumping out shit. <laughs> got to jump out shit. That's yeah, how we you, did this podcast. Yeah, you got to start. Pause, yeah. Pause, yeah. Hey, I, shit. I just start like this, <laughs> yeah. living life on the edge. Like, this going to work. Mm-hmm. My confidence was on 10. Like, this got to work. Because if it don't, I'm still negative too. But if it do, I'm positive 30. Facts. And that's what started happening. Positive 30s. Like, started on the, started really south the tree. Always get tree as credit. Started on Broadway and Fig. Selling regular hats. Like, I'm talking about where the stroll is. Mm-hmm. Laundry mats. On Fig with tree. Like, bro, come on. Yep. Boom. Then we go on to Venice Beach. Selling hats. Then, that, then the police hate it. All right, we got to make an adjustment. We got to make an audible. Uh, We're doing customs. But when I did the customs, it was different because it was like something that, it was like, I always think when it comes to fashion, the, 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 the crazy designers, nine times out of tens is the ones that's like have a lot of experience. Like they've been dressing for a long time because fashion just, everything comes full circle. It always repeats itself. It's just knowing what's next and then what's, what could be tweaked for when it comes next. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I always, like, I always say, like, when I look back, I always was a dresser. Anybody tell you in high school, I always had whips and I always was fly. So when I got into fashion, it was easy because it's like, I just, this was just like the matrix, bro. Like when I went inside a, uh, a fabric store, it was like, nah, this, this going this brim, this going this brim. And it was effortless. It was just about how much money I'm willing to spend for this mm-hmm. fabric mm-hmm. in the beginning. Then we start turning up. I'm just spending bread. Like, nah, I ain't even tripping about how much I'm going to make. I just want to make this. Yep. I think that's important. I think um, your your inspiration of uh, Don C doing the buck 50. That's a fact. I think that's that's really inspirational. And I think, like, Urban Trademark was ahead of his time. I mean, is ahead of his time, right? Like, a lot of the things that you did are happening still now to this day with other brands. I don't know if you ever heard a brand called Fate. Uh, Fate does like an A-frame hat, and Chris Brown is wearing it all crazy right now. He and Joe Budden wore it. It was a free. He had a hat that said "free" on it. And when I see that, 
when I see that his 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 uh his stylist is in tune too, because that's who goes to picks the pieces. But when I seen that, I was like, wow, like Urban Trademark was so ahead of his time because Go already did this five years ago. Ten years ago. Ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? Like Well, Yams, shout out to Yams, ASAP Yams, but Yams told me that. Um I shout out to Damani. I'll never forget Damani one day he came to my store and he was like, bro, I want you to meet some people. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. And you know me, see, I I, I move, but I move accordingly. Like yep. it gotta really make sense. I gotta see it out. And so he like, yeah, I want you to go to this tastemaker. And I bet. So he put he pull up. And the moment I walk into the tastemaker, I see Yams. And at the time, I didn't even know who, like, I knew of what he looked like, but I didn't know who, how impactful he was after I did my research after I left that day. But just to be transparent and honest, so when I walk in, the first thing he, he, he walk up to me, he like, bro, I just want to let you know you're ahead of your time. And I did this, that, that. I'm like, what you mean? He like, nah, bro, like, just know you're ahead of your time. And I'm like looking at him, he's like, nah, you did this in this year. You did this and this, and this ain't even hit yet. Like, this right here? Like, and this is like a 15, 20-minute conversation. Damani on the side, he looking. I'm like, bro, I never met Yams. Yeah. So for him to talk to me like this, I'm kind of weirded out because I'm like, I never met you. And then I got back in the whip, and it was like it was like in the Matrix when, somebody, when uh, Neo meets the Oracle. Mm-hmm. And it was like, <laughs> Damani started laughing. He was like, that was wild, huh? He's like, you know who that is? I'm like, I know, who, like, he'd be a Rocky in them because I, I knew who he looked like. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, that's ASAP. Yeah, you know, he he curated he curated this, and he the reason why this, them is doing that, and he the vision. So he sees something in you. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, damn, I'm like, that's what's up. Like, no, that was true. Like I said, Urban Trademark, way ahead of his time. I feel like, uh, I mean, you know, when, when, I, when I hit you up uh, to do this interview, I, I was asking you, like, yo, what's up with the fashion? You're like, yo, I ain't gonna hold you, like, I'm chilling right now um, because I'm not fully there right now. But you can always get in that bag um, at any time. And I do want to give you a flowers and say that, like, bro, you were ahead of your time. And, and right now, the hat wave, the revolution is it's at an all-time high. You know what I'm saying? And and the moment you decide to jump back in, it's going to be like you never left. So I think if you continue to innovate and do the things you did and also add the things that are already going on, man, like, you should have... <laughs> It's crazy because I don't want to get... We could do another episode about, like, the new era side of things, right? Like, oh, yeah. that's I, the I story. I with that company. Yeah, you yeah, understand what I'm saying? I'm not going to lie. I was about to ask that. That, That's a whole other story. <laughs> that's a long story. And and, and, I, and I'd rather uh, pull up on you and your environment where we can go deep and talk about that. Um, but you, you, you brave the elements, you know what I'm saying? You consistently have found a way to reinvent yourself. Um, you consistently found a way to revolutionize the game that was already there, that was already put down for everybody. Um, I do want to ask you, with that being said, what are your thoughts on AI, right? Like, obviously, AI is not going to take over the human experience, Jeez, but... You don't know that. I, I do know that. Uh, I, I'm very aware. Um, but it, it enhances the human experience, right? So, like, this is this is a tool. Some people might be lazy and just utilize it for whatever, but, right, the people who are actually, like thinking about things and trying to innovate, they can use AI as a tool that will advance them. How are you using AI to advance your current endeavors, right? Rather it be fashion, music, or even your social media efforts. I definitely use Caption. Okay. If you don't know, that's an app. 
Um, we try to give you as much jewels as possible. I use caption. After me and my wife, we do a live Monday through Thursday. It's called United Through Music. And, um, yeah, the moment I'm done with that. What y'all talking about on there? Music. music. It's music orientated, but, you know, every now and then. We don't. The thing about me, I don't talk to, I don't like to do the messy thing. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, give somebody that they can, like, take and use. You got to hate on somebody sometimes. Every now and then for the clicks, huh? That's how you do it. I, I heard that's how you do it, but we ain't really got to that point yet, and I hope we don't. <laughs> but you know, we just thought it just come with things that, that we see value, that we've been experienced, that we could share. And so Caption is definitely an app that we use that. And I, so this go back to, like, how I... I'm going to give y'all a real gym. So some people going to use caption and it's a, it's a feature on there where you could type in. So like your channel, for example, right? I don't know if you guys use caption, but. Do you um, use caption? No, we do not. Okay, okay. So your channel, it's a feature on there where you could literally, after you're done with the clip that y'all put out, you could put it in there. You could put your YouTube link and it's going to give you five best clips. Oh, I know you're talking from about. From that video, right? No, we, we used a different one. It's called... It's called Opus Clip. Opus okay. Very Clip. similar. Yes, very similar. Similar, but it's... Okay, but it's AI, though. Yes, So 100%. I'm using that for that. But how I'm doing it is, sometimes they don't give you the best clips, right? That's fact. She got my wife, got my other phone. What I do is, I put the YouTube on both phones. Okay. So now I got 10 versions to pick from. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? That makes sense. So yeah. now I'm using... I'm maximizing the tool. It's how you use the AI. It's it like anything. It's like how you see it, your perspective. Like, instead of getting five clips and waiting, because, you know, that's a process. So you got to download it. I'm getting 10 at a time because I got two phones. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So with all these things, it's kind of like how you use it. It's no different. That's why I love music, because music is so many components, but what makes you unique is how you use the component. So when you talk about AI, AI is music. It's just a more like, it's a help me version of music where it's like, it's more assisting you, but it's how you use the assistance. Auto-tune is AI. I mean, but on the, on the broader spectrum of things, right? Is that scary? The fact that they can literally just make Drake's voice, put it to that, a beat. That part, but that's inevitable though. Because okay. we got the powers that be. That's, they advancing... That's those type of things is like, okay, when you really biblical, you understand a lot of this stuff is written. When you really in tune, I'm really in tune. I don't want to go that deep on it, but I'm really in tune. So some of this stuff is already written. It's just about in between that time, survival. We all got to survive. So if you anti AI, like a lot of the times, like my daughter, I can't really do that because I need to teach her what she needs to survive. AI is her future. Yeah, that's fair. So if I'm like, nah, I don't really rock with AI, I'm cutting off my daughter's future. Because if I don't teach her, somebody else going to teach her. Or it's going to teach us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'd rather, I'd rather have the, upskill, the, the, the upper hand, it'd be like seven. And she know how to work captions. She know how to work the apps because she see us doing it. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about technology, AI, bro, the Jetsons, that's what that was about, bro. I'm an air war. I'm trying to figure this out. 
Not saying I like it or don't like it, but it's already written. You, you gotta, you gotta utilize it somewhere or another. Oh my bad. There you go. Yeah, yeah, it's already written. So I'm just trying to like make sure that my core, the people I rock with, which is y'all, because I just gave y'all two phone gym. <laughs> Let's maximize it. Got two phones. Yeah. <laughs> two phones. No, two definitely. Phones, I mean, it, no, no lie. Like I, I really think AI has definitely helped us. Um, I'm not gonna give out our AI gems. I'm not. Y'all gotta find them on your own. But we definitely use a few AI gems to help us get our podcast done really fast, our clips out really fast, um, and at a high quality. I even used uh, AI for my notes. So the notes that I sent you, that's an AI program. See? You can go in there and make notes really fast. And, I, and when I was reading them, I was like, whoever did this, that's it's efficient. That, that I put my ideas in there. That shit said, that's that bionic arm. Got to use the bionic arm, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but the thing about it, this though, is what AI is like, people don't understand is like, it's a skill set amongst that because you have to Facts. still type in Facts. to get what you need yeah. out yeah. of it. There, there's so many ways to use AI, bro. It's so crazy. People are making millions of dollars off this stuff. It's another app. We're going to talk about music in a second, but I want to uh, mention to you, it's a, a writing app. Okay. Um, and It's Lupe Fiasco's app. It's like, I don't want to shout it out over here. It's LL something. Um, but it has so many ideas in the app. And if you are a legit MC, you can go in there and write your idea and it'll assist you on making your rap. So I would typically usually uh, usually write a verse, uh, give it like 30, 45 minutes. This, 17 minutes. Yeah, efficiency. So 17 minutes, efficiency. I can literally write seven verses back to back and then pick what's the best one. Efficiency. Um, so I like this app. Definitely something I'm going to show you guys because it's cool. Like, it, it makes you think outside the box. And, I mean, if you suck, it ain't going to work for you. I ain't going to lie. You still got to be skill set <laughs> around everything. Like, yeah. Suck is relative to, like, what the amount of effort that you put in and stuff and built the skill set. A thousand percent. Anybody can be good at anything if they put enough time. Some people have certain gifts that they have automatically advantages. Uh, but anybody could be good at anything if you put the time and effort and that go back to like I like how you use AI because like you've been doing this but now you just leveraging it mm -hmm. efficiency can't get left behind shit it's like, the, it's a lot like, of people it's like, is though it's like people back in the day are refusing to use the internet and look where we're at now <laughs> what was this talking about dude I was working on my truck one day and dude pulled up on random he's like bro I've been wanting to run into you for the longest. I'm like, my like older dude, he's like, yeah, man, <laughs> this is this is ingenuity. Like, the way you did that camper top and how you did that, like, I could tell, like, you think outside the box. And I'm like, thank you. He's like, you know what? I, I want to share a story with you. He was like, um, I work, I'm a mechanic for BMW. And a lot of my homies, when the computer came out, they was kind of like, like shunning me. Because they didn't want to learn it. But I knew all these cars eventually was going to have chips in the car. So I learned the computer, right? He said, now I'm going to tell you what's crazy about it. All them people that didn't want to learn the computer, they don't even know how to work their phone. They asking their grandsons and this and that. Mm -hmm. So he said, the more I want to tell you that story is, when you like this, you don't, you don't listen to nobody when you're doing stuff like this. You rock on your own drum. And he was like, that's what's going on always set the tone for you and set you apart. And so I, that stuck with me because 
I remember when the internet first came out, that was something that I was like, I was always into. Whether somebody say I need to be into it or not, I just always want to be current or ahead. Really ahead. I like to be ahead, honestly. So, yeah, that's just one of those things where it's like, you don't want to, you won't want to be, a, who want to be a dinosaur, bro? That part. Don't get it left behind. Just like I feel like a said. dinosaur every time these, the younger generation guys, though, do be like saying stuff and I'm like, what? Like, what are you talking about? But I just try and get hip uh, to it because it's important. Like you said, like, I don't want to be a dinosaur in that space. And honestly, like, nothing's new under the sun. It's just yeah. been flipped, like you said, in a different way. Um, so definitely something interesting to think about. Um, and, man, you, you, you keep doing what you're doing, bro, because what you're doing is, is, is definitely, like, revolutionary, and it's also it's needed in the game, right? Like, people need to see innovation other than just trying to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, right? Like, reinventing that same thing. Well, that's kind of why I, I, I kind of geared more to music right now because fashion is one of those things I got to be in it. Yeah. When I'm in it, you're going to know I'm in it. And when I know I'm not in it, I like to be transparent with myself. Like when you ask me, even, you know, you brought up somebody else who come in the store and shop with y'all for the last year and a half, he'd be like, bro, you ain't make nothing new. Mm-hmm. I'd be telling him like, nah, bro, I'm kind of like my headspace is not there because I, I'm a firm believer, like as a creative, you got to be in that space. Yeah. Say that. You got to be in that space. Whether you're doing videography, you're doing anything creative, it's a certain space that when you've been doing something X amount of time, you know when you're in that space. What space you got to be in? Let, let me let's start there. All what, spaces. What space? YouTube, what videography, space? photography. Well, what space? Editing? To be creative? Yeah. Okay. At a high clip? Yeah, at a very high clip, sir. Okay. I've been there and done that. Okay. Sir. Are you producing at a high clip? Currently, yes. All right. That's all I like to what hear. What about I, you, sir? I, of course. Yeah, yeah. Me, I am consistently at a high clip, sir. Where? It's str- everywhere. Where? Everywhere. Where? What are we doing right now? I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing? We're doing something fun. And we're at a high clip because You're doing a great job, efforts. sir. You are also. Has anybody told you that today? No, no one has told me oh, that Okay, today. great, because I'm not going to tell you. Exactly. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I wanted to ask you a couple things. So, what do you prefer? Venice Beach, Beverly Hills, Melrose, Sherman Way, or Hollywood Boulevard? Depend on the climate. Depend on like, the situation of that day. I've, I've been at all of those, for sure, those locations. But it just depends. Like, one thing about L.A. is that you got to understand the dynamics of this city. You know what I'm saying? And things change periodically. So depending on the change, when you're in business, you want to surround yourself around where you can make, you where you could translate sales. Where people can look at something, they can like it, and they can afford it. And so I've been to Fig, I've been to Broadway, and then I've been on the other side of the freeway. And so with that being said, depending on the climate of, of the time we in, I just navigate. And when I used to take my truck out, I used, I, I used sometimes I used to depend on the weather. If it's real sunny, I go to the beach. Okay. If it's kind of cloudy, I might go to Melrose because people still might shop on Melrose that day. Or if it's like, you know, sometimes when I used to come to Sherman Way, it was it was the it was the summer. In the summer, everybody always goes on that strip. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends. You know, I understand this city, so I understand like this day it might pop on this day, and every day gonna give you something different. Like 
Monday through Thursday, Venice Beach is kind of dry. You know what I'm saying? So I might want to pull up to like a, a certain area where Fairfax, where Supreme is having a drop. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends and you have to like, you have to like just move accordingly of that situation. So there's no one particular one that I like the most. It just depends on how I'm feeling and what, how I'm trying to execute. Okay. So you're choosing all of them based off how you're trying to execute. That's a fact. All right, nigga. I'm audible. <laughs> I'm throwing audible at all times. <laughs> Just crazy. I like that. Everything. It's just crazy. I've been here for like two years, and I've only been to like two of those places. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, you definitely you got experience. Uh, I moved here, t- yeah, two years ago already. That's what's up. Yeah. How you like it? it? It's cool. I'm not a big LA fan, to be honest. I'm from the IE. I don't know if you know what the IE is. Yeah, I know. I know. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't like being in the, the inner city. The I'm mix. A, yeah, I'm just out, out skirt, outskirts type of guy. Y- y'all call it the desert, probably. I just mobbed down uh, Sunset. Like, I, I stay off Sunset. So I just w- took a walk last night, a uh, long walk down Sunset. It was eventful, none the least, I would say. Uh, I, I went down Sunset, and I noticed just a ton of dive bars with rock playing. Not a black person in sight. <laughs> it was <laughs> I definitely felt unwelcome. The, the climate is different right now. The climate that's what I'm saying. Depending on the climate. So imagine you seeing that and now you like, bro, I might have to navigate over here tomorrow. You feel me? So that that's where I was at with it. I definitely did not feel comfortable walking deep down my block. I went to the Supreme store. Um sure. it was closed. It was late night. It was like eleven thirty. I was just going for a late night stroll. Um but it was nice. It was quiet. Seeing a couple fiends here and there. <laughs> uh, but it was definitely nice. Uh, but I didn't see our kind in any of the dive bars <laughs> dancing to any of the rock music that was going on. Uh, I felt out of place. But Venice Beach is where it's at. That's all I'm saying. Venice Beach is nice. I like the beach. I like the beach. If I don't I know about af- nice, but... <laughs> if I can afford to live by the beach, I would definitely do that. The, um, the beach is cool because what I love about the beach is that it's it's a pool of everything. The walks, every walk of life. Every walk of life. And people mm. don't understand what I learned about that, that the beginning of the hustle with the Venice Beach Garden was tourists is important for this city, man. A hundred percent. Tourists are important for what we do here, too. Tour, tourists is what makes LA, to be honest. And, 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 and I think we're in a time, I don't want to go too in-depth with retail and business and stuff, but I see a lot. Tourism is... Is like that's what's missing right now, the essence of the city. And I never forget, shout out to my my brother Zach Randolph. One time I pulled up and he was like, bro, I, you and I'll be seeing you. You've been in the field lately. And he was like, man, he was like, but like tell me, keep it real with me, man. Like everything going on, it's messing the money up. I was like, yeah, it is though, because the tourists don't feel comfortable. And when tourists don't feel comfortable, the money not flowing. Thousand percent. You know? I mean, the money will still flow, but just at a different rate, right? Like, people are still going to Hawaii at an alarming rate, Hawaii. though things are on in absolute chaos. You know what I mean? But look, imagine it's stigma now. I talked to tourists since I've been in the truck, mm-hmm. and they was like, yeah, man, such and such said we got to come over in this area because they said Venice Beach is just too bad now. Mm-hmm. Third Street is too bad now. Mm-hmm. And these are people that's on Sherman Way. Mm-hmm. 
I caught them on Sturman Way. They tourists, they traveling, but they over there now because they feel like this area over here, which Venice Beach used to be the spot where tourists nine times out of ten would come first. Shout out Sponto. Shout out. You know what I'm saying? So when you got tourists telling me that this, one thing about being in the streets, I really was in. I'm really in the streets, so I get the real feedback. And I'm talk. I like to talk to people to see how they feel about the city. I ask questions, certain questions. I just ask. Yeah, when they said that, I'm like, damn, like, so that's the lingo in your country that this not, or your city, that this, these areas, not, if you do go to LA, Don't go watch there. out for the, watch out over there. And that's bad. That's Merrill's, Merrill's had that too. Yeah. Like, I've talked to people, they'd be like, man, nah, it's too much going on, Merrill's. I can't even, like, I can't, I want to go shop, but I don't feel comfortable when I leave out the store. Yeah. One of my frequent sunset, Bossa Nova, I, I eat there once a week. People getting robbed for rollies, you know, mistaken rollies. And it's not fun because I'm I might just be going there in my pajamas trying to get a quick meal. Somebody shooting. And they fucking I'm up. Not the expecting money. that. Yeah. And it's, and it's fucking up everybody hustle at the end of the day. Like, I'm bringing this up because if you're a real hustler, like real hustlers know what fuck up the money. And not being and, and not when when money's in a room, comfortability is a priority. With 100%. real money. Have you heard about what's been happening at the malls? Uh, just recently, our Nordstrom's. Well, when we you kind of put me on game. I didn't think that was, you know, but when you told me that, I was like, okay. But I feel like all that, man, is like, you know, we just living in a, a different time. And I feel like, you know, everything, everything shall pass, God willing. But you got to move accordingly. You know, I always tell people this. Like, you know why Tom Brady wanted the best quarterback? Is because he could see what the defense is about to do, and he audibles. Yep. He doesn't get hit as much. That's what made him the best. That's what gave him the longevity because he can align his line to know, like, he going to call an audible, and this is about to happen. So I feel like right now your audible got to be very, very on point with all of us mm -hmm. because shit is different. I don't want, I'm not the type of guy to see that the wall is red and act like it ain't red. Once I know the wall is red, I'm telling all my niggas, bro, this shit lit right now. Like, it's red right now. Like, we need to all move accordingly. And that's kind of like how I feel like the times we in. But most importantly, you know, like, I'm not saying money ain't being spent. It's always going to be spent. But we got to get back to, like, people feeling comfortable while they spending their money. thousand percent. That's just, just keeping it honest. Because at this point, only people that's losing is us. Brown and black. It's yeah. being transparent. Yep. That's a fact. We're that's the only a, ones that's losing. That's a bar. Yeah. I mean, that, that, was, that was deep. So yeah, I, I want to pivot. Deep because, <laughs> I mean, because I've been doing this a long time, see? Yeah. So I've been doing this a long time. When I mean a long time, I've been hustling for over 20 years, and I've, had, and I've been blessed with my wife to build a brand that we've been doing for 13 years. I've been, I done seen it. Yeah. I done seen the peaks and valleys. This right here is different, bro. I it's mean, different. We, you know, let's talk about it real quick. So you, you've, you got guys like Kid Inc., Miley Cyrus, T.I., The Game, Zach Randolph, uh, Mike Will made it, Curry, ASAP Rocky. It's, it's a longer list. I know you got names. Sway Lee. C. Breezy. C. Breezy notable i mean 
and then just not to mention that just the streets too you know what i'm saying like it's one thing to have like a celebrity wearing your stuff but just for the streets to genuinely love you right that's a completely different thing one thing we try to do here is we see a ton of celebrities all day but we treat everybody like that right because the streets that How you win you know what i'm saying that's that's what we're talking about when it comes to people running in here or not running in here because they know we show love to the streets too and when the streets show love to us we're going to show it back same thing trapper coming here regular person coming here you can have five dollars in your pocket i'm gonna give you the same energy that i give anybody because i know that i either may need you someday you may need me someday you a part of this community i'm gonna continue to see you let's let's have love you know what i mean when I, when we see each other so you could take care of me just how i'm gonna take care of you so um definitely something i feel like is important that i i i enjoy when i see your your name get put up in, in the lights right and and i see asap rocky with the bandana around his neck that i got too i'm like oh i got that one too that's hard you know what i mean i was gonna wear one of my bandanas today but i was in a rush this morning um but uh i, I will in the future wear one because and and honestly i need some more hats because i got a lot of the old stuff i don't really wear snapbacks no more i want to get some of the new stuff i like the truckers that you're doing stuff like that um Whenever you get back to it, I'm yeah. down. You know we'll what I'm saying? Like, but I'm, right now, my focus is music. So let's let's do talk about that, right? Um, let's talk about music real quick. Let's talk about what you got going right now. What music are you feeling? And then, or what music are you making? We could just talk about your music if you like. Um. So, okay. So basically, right now, I'm trying to cultivate uh, a media company slash. We've been doing it a while. United through music is is definitely the the community that we've been building for a while, but right now that's like been the focus the last year and a half, two years is to kind of like brand that, like we branded Urban Trademark. When people see it, it got credibility. And so um, that's really the core with that. My wife just dropped a song called Zaddy about a month ago. So we've been pushing that. I did an EP with my brother, Mike West, who's my engineer. So that's like in the, in the tuck that we just basically, we got one song that uh, I kind of sent them and I'm, we just gonna finish that up. And uh, yeah, man, I mean, the music for me, is one of those things that I feel like it's a challenge still. Okay. You know, I, I'm big on like, we live life once, so we gotta like, we gotta leave our stamps with an S. I feel like with fashion, you could bring my name up and it, it, it could be a story be told. With music, I'm kind of there, but I ain't all the way there. Okay. Just being honest. Okay. I produced a lot, but I feel like I'm now, like in the last two years, getting my groove as far as like my credibility and my notoriety. It takes time. Anything takes time. You feel me? And so that's why when people ask me what fashion, I know if I go in a fashion and I'm doing the music like I was in the beginning, that I won't be able to kind of get through that threshold as fast as I can if I just focus on music right now. Yeah. It's not that I I know, like, I see the voice right now in fashion. I know exactly if I was to come back what I'd be on. I tell Lika that all the time. Like, this right here, pop. But I know it's energy that got to be put in there. Yeah. To make movement and have motion takes energy. That's simple. I don't have enough energy, like, to be doing a fashion right now. When I know the music, like, when you really in tune, like, 
Go on your Instagram right now and scroll and not not hear a song. Yeah, easily. You're right. You feel me? So my thing is, when you see certain people buying catalogs, you already know what the future gonna look like. True. I want I want to talk about talk about something similar to that, uh, which is uh, what's well, not similar to that. It's more so a trait of your personality that I noticed that we talk about right here a lot of times, right? Like when to tell somebody something ain't it, right? <laughs> like when you got to say, hey, come out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> somebody, you get in the studio with somebody, they working, they making something. And you, ah, that, that's probably not the one. You know what I mean? Um, and I feel like it's it's a lack of that in 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 the game, period, right? Like a lot of times I will go and do uh, some lyrical, miracle stuff in the studio and nobody would say, that was hard, but where are we going to play this at? That was hard, but what's the audience that we're trying to go for? You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's missing when you got somebody who's very passionate about something and they want to do something, but nobody's saying, that's, that's, that's not the one. Let's do this. Okay, you like, you do that. You do that. Not Maybe not that fashion. You're a nicer guy than that. But. Well, I, I've grown <laughs> to be more screwed, though. Okay. I have to be. Yeah, definitely. In the beginning, I was nice because y'all my homies. Yeah. And I'm not trying to, like, what, like, in the beginning, you're right. That was one thing that I had to learn, like, is that, like, when you really want the best results, you got to be shrewd because nice. You heard what he said? When you want the best results, you got to be shrewd. I'll be shrewd towards him about this podcast shit. Yeah. He don't like it. I mean, I'm going to say this. You know why we all love Kanye? Well, not all of us, but why a lot of people love Kanye, whether they he say something that they don't like or, or do like, it's his confidence. I tell people that all the time. That's confidence. <laughs> you don't stay me? on it. Nah, that's confidence, though. But <laughs> imagine doing that daily with everything. He does. But oh, they, he does. And I'm pretty sure that's that's your that's your backbone of like how you win though. Because at the end of the day, when you talk about music, you talk about fashion, we talk about aesthetics. And aesthetic it comes with experience. See, you gotta I listen to people who have experience. That's when it's time to listen. Because mm-hmm. you can have a lot of confidence, but you don't have no experience behind the confidence. So you wild with it. But when you got confidence and experience, now you more so dialed in and now I can know that what you're saying has some type of valid because you've done something in the past where you altered this and now you see it like this. True. That's why when you look at Shark Tank, the number one question they ask you is how long you've been doing it. You know why them investors ask you that? Because they just want to know how much experience you have in the field that you're in Mm -hmm. before they give you this bread. So for me, I've always been big on being transparent with myself. First, you got to be honest with yourself first before you can even listen to another person's opinion. Once you get that conquered, it's easy. Like, because when I do music, I'm in it for this. Yeah. That's all I care about. That's all I care about. It's not nothing more than that. So if you play me something and I'm not doing that, I feel like I'm not valid if I don't tell you that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because if I'm not doing this, and it could be somebody else doing that, but if I'm not doing it, I'm going to still give you my valid opinion. And I feel like one thing about the music, though, is now people are starting to see my opinion does hold some type of weight. Because I've heard from certain people that you brought up names, he like, bro, you got an ear. 
I mean, just projects that I've done with you. Like, it's certain stuff that I've done with you that to this day, I'm like, dang, that was that. We was right there. We was we was uh, leaving Earth on that one. You know what I'm saying? So like, but, but it takes time though, see, because a thousand percent. I'm gonna say this though. This is the transparency. I can see how it looks like this. Who this nigga to be saying this ain't hot? He only been doing music this amount of time. But this go back to the secret. This is what I think about life though. It's like I always look at us as X Men, right? We all X. We all got superpowers. You know what my superpower is? My vision and my ear. To be able to see it and to be able to hear it. Those are my two superpowers. And so now I have the experience to have validation from those superpowers. There's one thing that kind of I knew, but now people are starting to see like, man, go got it. Like when he pick his beats, he always be in tune. Because mm-hmm. before I was just yelling. You could be yelling, but nobody ready to hear you. Now, I ain't got to yell. I just let the work speak for itself. And that come with experience. When you only got the experience, all it is going to seem like is yelling. Who is this name? I'm in the studio. I'm like, bro, that's cool. And, and it's been, it's been most, other artists before, you know, working with other artists. Like, but then, fast forward, different now. Now niggas is like, nah, bro, I see what you mean or this and that. And... And so the blessing is to tie everything around, to tie everything in, is just keep going. Definitely. Just keep going, man. When they when people can't see it, you gotta make them see it. That's what Yams taught me. Bro, I be weirded out about that. That's why I bring up his name so much. Cause like I can see it. You know what's crazy? Or oh, I'm gonna tell you about that. A cheat code with visionary. Or people that can see. I seen that in you, see? When Appreciate we first that. started music, I reached out to you. True. True. And then did laps. You feel me? I reached out to you. <laughs> then did like, laps. like yeah. I knew, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. my thing is like, but at that particular time, I didn't really understand what my vision, like I didn't understand that my power, powerful my power was. Cause the same thing Yams did for me, I do it with people. Yeah. It was like a dude the other um about like a couple months ago, I found on the ground. And I reached out to him and I just tried to give him some inspiration. I'm like, bro, you rap hard. Like, you just got to do X, Y, and Z. And you, you really like that because I can see it. What happens when people aren't receptive to you got to do X, Y, and Z and I can see it? Then you looked at it as like a, a whole, you know, you just, it's how niggas probably looked at Kobe. Like, this nigga doing too much. Nigga want to come to practice and four hours early. <laughs> Elbowing people. Elbowing. You know, he, yeah. he he want too much. And so you got to find that middle ground for the people who want it. Because too much is always too much for somebody who really don't want it. A thousand percent. That was a If you right really there. want it, too much is nothing. Too much is Because you know it's, it, it's, it, it comes with the game. That's how you set yourself apart is doing too much. Like, you look at this store, right? So this store, when I, when I first thing I walk in a store, I always look at aesthetic. I look at the aesthetic. I'm like, okay, the aesthetic's cool. It pop, right? Pop means it draws you. Mm-hmm. The colors, it pop, right? But some people might walk in here and not understand this is too much, but the too much is the reason why people might want to buy and spend money with you. Mm-hmm. Some people might, some people could have did a store like this and it just was bland. 
But people spend money when things are like, when it's just overload. Yeah. That was like the cheat code with the go band. When you pulled up, I always made sure I had 60 style. Yeah. Because I want Gotta you to- Gotta buy one. I want you to pick up three or four, and if you can afford all of them, you're going to buy them. But if you can't, I know you're going to leave them one or two. Facts. That's what this store gives me a vibe of. It's like, it's so much that I might have only saw this section, but I know if I come back in here, I might get to this section. Yep. It's aesthetic. Definitely. But you got to have, the thing about aesthetic, though, it's a thin line to do it pleasing. That's what Virgil was saying in a sense of like simplicity. It's like you want aesthetic, but it got to have that like that special like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like a Kith or like a, a Stussy. Like that, 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 that level of it has been mastered. They've mastered that. We're still trying to get there, um, but we will. Um, but they've mastered that. And, we, and that's what we're trying to get. Um, and I agree. I think that that is definitely a part of that. Do you have anything you want to ask, though? Uh, I, I wanted to get into the the two differences of your art, of your music, and your fashion. Okay. On what separates the creative process. So, like, what have you learned from making music? What's your creative process to making music that differences to making fashion? Music comes more variables. It's, like, more pieces. Like, with fashion, it's really, like, well, fashion is really simple for me. I ain't gonna hold you. It just, just came gonna, natural. I'm just gonna fill the void. That's my like. I'm just gonna see what's out there and see what what I can come in and create my lane and conquer that lane. That's how I do fashion. I just try to fill void. Yeah, I might drop a piece in there for the people for the aesthetic, but I, when I'm come back in the game, I'm gonna try to like conquer a lane to the point where now once I conquer this lane, everybody watching the lane, then they gonna hop in the lane. That's what I do. That's how, I mean, that's how I approach the game. When music is more so like, I'm at the point where like, I'm just trying to showcase. So it's an essence when it comes to music. Like, like when you think of like the 90s and the 80s and then the, kind of the early 2000s, the producer had a lot of value. The Pharrells, the Dr. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? DJ like quick. everybody shit, to this day too, if you really think about it. To, but but what Ma- Ma- Metro hold a lot of weight. Okay, but yeah. it ain't too many. That's it, it I, ain't too many metros like that. I, it ain't I too many you. that we look at that's like we're giving them like Metro is curating for these artists that we could say that's you know what I'm saying? Back yeah, then it saying. was like 10 or 15. Now is this you just said Metro. Give me another one. Psh, that's the only one, probably. DJ you know Khaled. Khaled uh, for sure. Khaled. Yay. Uh, for sure, anybody get in the studio with Ye is going down. But Ye um, is still back in that time. True, true. Khaled is still like back in modern that time. Day, like modern day. Uh, the, the producer's not valued. Might will. Uh, that's still, to me, still that era. That's still that era? To me. Okay. Like, he's like right after that, but that's yeah. still like, the, I'm talking about right now at this very moment. Yeah. Because I'm just trying to say. It's not many. Because we don't, it's a, we look at music now as more individual, but we got to realize like, Music is like throwing paint on the wall, right? And we just got different perspectives of what we see, and we just trying to make a dope masterpiece. That's how I look at it, right? So the thing about music, why it's like I, I love doing music is because it's like I'm trying to I'm trying to like showcase that this 
is the value. Working together. Mm-hmm. Seeing the piece together, like how we did this logo. You really put the, the intricate. I just said, my, I'll never forget, bro. It was, these, these are aesthetics that I came with. I said, we got to make the hat red. And, I, and we got to tweak some in the shoes in a bucket. And it was this color palette, though. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because I knew this. Color palette, when it comes to fashion, is important. It's the reason why fast food restaurants use red and yellow. Think about In-N-Out. Mm-hmm. Think about McDonald's. Think mm-hmm. about Carl's Jr. Colors draw attention. Mm-hmm. When you understand how to put Evoke it together. Evoke emotion, all those things. Yeah. Okay, then. So mm-hmm. it's the same thing with music. A beat drop, a certain reverb. It's those type of nuances that I understand that if I could translate to a other artist, another artist, like, bro, look, you rapping. Like, it's funny, like, Kendrick Lamar, like, people don't understand, like, his production brings a lot. Like, Kendrick's that guy. Don't get me wrong. The mm-hmm. writing the pen is crazy. But the production, y'all go study Kendrick Mar production. And that's because he knows that. He knows that. He knows that if he just came in there barring shit, rapping shit, wooty woo, it might, it might not stick. But if he give y'all a little this, a little tweak on his verse with a CLA and, oh, and a little reverb here and this and that, it's going to keep you in tune. Who is the better artist, Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole? That's been a conversation as of late. J. Cole is about to drop his last album. Is Kendrick Lamar better than J. Cole or is J. Cole better than Kendrick Lamar? I'm going to let him go first. I think aesthetics, I'm going to go with Kendrick right now for the simple fact his visuals. Okay. His visuals. That's his edge. His visuals. I'll give you that. His visuals. And J. Cole kicked in basic visuals. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's J. Cole as a whole. Like Dreads and... Dreads. He doesn't want to Basketball dress shorts. Up. Basketball. He, he keep... He's so simple. It's so intriguing, if that makes sense. That's not intriguing to me. But he's a legendary artist. No, he's okay. for sure. They're both Definitely. legendary. But when you talk about a collective, now we I always look at playing 2K, right? You ask me who's better. I'm going to look at stats. Every, every aspect of each stat. The one stat that this shows, like, dramatically different is that visual. Is Kendrick Lamar, when he comes with a visual, you know he's coming with something. Okay. With J. Cole, like you said, it's traditional, which is nothing wrong with traditional, but when you talk about being an artist, you're talking about those different check marks. So when it's all said and done, you're saying Kendrick is the guy over J. Cole? Right now. Yeah. Okay. In my opinion. I'll agree. I'll agree. No, no, no. Don't agree. So, Let's argue. What do you have? See, the thing is with me, J. Cole is like my number one favorite rapper. But I can understand that none of J. Cole's albums can hold way to a good kid, Mad City, or or even a damn. Like damn was such a beautiful album, top to bottom. And people don't understand. Like he's talking about elements of life in each and every different song. And it's and and to that it's like I can't fathom how amazing that album is compared to I think J. Cole's a better rapper. I think Kendrick's a better artist. He got a higher stats in, the, in that rim. Yeah. Right? But in a whole collectively, Kendrick. You asked me collectively. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going with Kendrick. I'm going with Kendrick. J. Cole, if it's a rap battle, I promise you, J. Cole's killing Kendrick. He got bars. Kendrick. He gonna, I don't he know if he's watching him. 
He's washed it though. I don't know. I don't know it's about like, washed, but it's gonna be it's gonna be like we both listening to both of these and they both going crazy. But J. Cole got an edge when it comes to like putting the wordplay. They battled. They battled. We need Black Friday, man. They battled on Black Friday. Kendrick kicked the best. Oh, night. don't do that. Don't Have you heard Black do Friday? That. I did. Do not do that. Bro, what? Kendrick do rapped on J. Cole beat. That. J. Cole rapped on Kendrick beat. The only one we listen to is Kendrick. No. Yeah. I for sure <laughs> listen to it. I for sure but, listen but to J. Cole. Cole. But J. Cole, though, he... I mean, J. Cole, when it comes to the pen, he nice. But he nice. I'm going to give you back to this, though. I'm going to chime in. I'm going to give you the, the producer view of it. I always tell you the difference between Nas and Jay-Z. Production. Not, not, not anymore. Not, not no anymore. more, though. Yeah. He, but see, but at, for the longest, that stat was way higher. Yeah. Nas is also one of those artists who who kicked back up and, and cemented his legacy so much more different. I, I would put Nas over Hove. I know that's probably blasphemous to you. Nas, um, no, because... That's kind of, that <laughs> is no, kind of blasphemous. No. He likes Jay-Z. I, I, um, I, like, I like Jay-Z, too. Don't, I don't want to say that. I'm not a big Jay-Z guy, but that, com- that comment was kind of crazy. Jay-Z's the go, but I'm talking about Nas, how he, how he read up and came back. He made five new albums that... Can hold a candle to a lot of Jay Z albums. I'll tell you that right now. And he did it in, a, in what? And he got a Grammy. And, and, and he did it in the sense of what? Urgency. Two years. Urgency. And he did. He, yeah, he had a sense of urgency. And, and, and. You know why? Because when it when it's working, you double down. That's the number one cheat code, and it's all this shit. When it works, you double down. Kanye, that's what he's great at. When it works, he doubles down. Shit, he doubles down ten years in the future. Ten years <laughs> in the future, yeah. He about to double down now. We about to get our Kanye. It's been some Kanye leak. We about to get a Kanye song with no words on it, and it's gonna be beautiful. Watch. Last question I got for you, go. <laughs> if you were not doing music or fashion, what would Go be doing today? If he was not doing music or fashion with the same insight that you have now, what would you be doing? Helping. Okay. Sharing information. Okay. I like doing it. I've been doing that for a long time. Is this reciprocation? But I, I feel like that's one of my values too of being a, a visionary and being ahead is sharing knowledge. Okay. And that's something that I feel like from the beginning of this story, I've experienced so much at a young age that it's just normal. Sometimes I feel like I share too much because it's natural. I want to see, I just feel like I always could see how we can elevate or win or how things could be better. And so if I wouldn't, be doing nothing else, it'll be probably just sharing information. That's why I love having a kid, having my daughter, because I get a chance to kind of give everything I have experience into her and my wife. And uh, yeah, that's kind of like the the nuance of like, if I wouldn't, I know for sure I'd be doing that. Okay. Shit, what about you, sir? What would you be doing if you ain't doing music or managing the store? I mean, art. That that's I mean I, I'm obviously still doing that but I probably actually like be painting and things like that right like I when I was in school that was my love I was like painting and drawing and going on trips going to Washington D.C. going to different uh, states showcasing my art um, that's something I always did want to do I, I think I will do it like the end of the line for myself I'll probably do a good gallery you know what I mean do like over a hundred some pieces and put it in the gallery and pay for it. Um, but, and, and I've been working on those pieces slightly, uh, as the years go on, but 
I, I, I'm I'm doing my thing, man. I I like just creating. Period. So, sucks. I'm gonna create regardless how it goes. But I definitely want to get back to like the roots, the canvas, um, the paints, the oils, things like that. What about you, man? I'm gonna ask you too. If you were not filming, videographing, doing, keep going, keep going, dance yeah. moves and twerking and stuff. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> You right. be twerking on a gram nah, on TikTok. That's, that's cap. But you be on TikTok doing dances. Should I mean oh. these last couple of years? I, I've done did different things, but one thing that stood out to me in my like two years, like right after high school, I was coaching. I was coaching basketball. I was a coach to freshmen and like assistant coach to varsity players. Like that. That was one thing. It's like going off what you said, sharing information. Rewarding, bro. Yeah, it, it feels so good, like, seeing, implementing your ideas that are positive and s- watching it grow into someone else that's younger than you. To, like, say, like, I didn't care at your age, like, but if you start this early, at 14, at 15, and you carry these positive habits throughout the years, you're you going to get a scholarly. You can go somewhere. You can go pro. Or... If you if you're not even good enough, you're gonna carry these positive habits that carry into life in just general. It's gonna be your fundamentals in life. With life. So I was like implementing like, bro, just common communication. Yeah. Just common like That's a lost art. Communication is a lost art. Oh, it is. A common like just be nice. Like that that notion of like going off what you guys Kobe's my favorite player, but we all know. Homie was an asshole. Not everybody loved him, but we all know why he did it for the love of winning. You know what's crazy about that notion? Not to, like, I know you go in depth on your, but I look at it like this. He was an asshole until everybody got it. Nah, after everybody got it, he was still an asshole. He was still an asshole, bro. <laughs> he still he was an asshole so. until yeah. he said Mamba out, bro. We'll just have, yeah. We'll just have Mamba man. out. That, that after that, the, everybody loved him. That, and that's what I'm saying. That <laughs> was the, the day everybody got it. Because that's the day that you could look back at his legacy and see how much he got accomplished and why he was like how he was. That's, that's what made him. That's why he's, his name is still has so much. His energy and essence has so much value to this day is because it, it holds weight. So that's why it's like it clicked to everybody. Like, because when you seen at his funeral, this is when you know how everybody spoke about. And I know it's not it's kind of crazy, but everybody had a story of like. Nah, like, I know why Kobe was like this and that because he really wanted to win. He's batshit insane. Jordan is the same thing. (laughs) It was the same way. See, that's the thing. That's what I was kind of teaching, like, my kids. Like, yeah, you can be a Kobe and Jordan and be, like, crazy. But then again, we have our LeBron James that everybody loved the guy. He was nice. He has the perfect story, bro. Right out of high school. High school, wife and kids. He has no, like, public mess-ups at all. Not he yet. was just nice. Just nice guy until he went to what? The Heat? Now everybody hates him for what? Trying to do his own thing? This is the thing. Like, I, I try to tell that story to, to kids. Is just be nice. Because I think you should, you said communication a lost art. Being nice is a huge lost art. Definitely. Uh, would it's you a ever, thin line. Man. It's a thin Definitely. line. I'll give you that. I don't, look at I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. You think Popovich is nice? There's definitely legends that are just flat out assholes just because they need to win. Got to be dry with it, man. You, Got to get do. straight to the point. That that's me. I, I used to be sure cold. I'm straight to the point. I'm dry with it. You got you gonna be mad. Somebody gonna be mad. Somebody gonna be like, I get it. Nice don't always get respected. 
That's facts. I, I, I nice agree. never gets respected. No, it for sure does. <laughs> Not even with the ladies. But the thing is, is knowing when to turn that on and turn it off. or facts. That's a skill set. I believe that. Or like a big thing that I believe I had a very special skill in was coaching one player one way and coaching another player another way. Different styles. Different, for different styles for, yeah. for different yeah. people. So That's LeBron. Exactly. I, I would say that. I would say probably like Phil Jackson was that way. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think Popovich was that way. It was him like you either do this and you do it, or you getting about it. I like you know what's crazy. I like your analogy because when I when you broke it down like that, you're right. It's it's many ways to skin a cat, but you still got to master that way. And right. so when you bring up Phil and you bring up Popovich, those are two coaches that got to where they needed to get to in their own way, but just how they did it. And I love I study Phil Jackson and. I love how Phil, like when Robin went out and did what he did, most coaches would have just booed him, but he just like he needed that. But <laughs> no, but see, but this now see now you hit the word on the nail though. He what? He needed that. He needed that, right? And he honed that shit in. He figured out how to use that. He's like, he probably needed a break. He needed that. But the value of what you're trying to say, what you're saying is with Phil is that Phil knew he needed that. That's the essence. Is when you really know your players. And I think that comes with experience. In the beginning, you just want to win. I feel like later, Kobe, he probably started to understand that. But in the beginning, he just wanted to win. He had that hunger, yeah. And when you're young, that's how you feel. You want to win. And so that's why I tell everybody all the time why that word experience is so important. Because when you mix experience with skill set, that's when the magic comes. So you you... That was valid. Like, what you said, I like that analogy because now I can see it that way. Like, definitely, Popovich and Phil, they both got what they need to get off. But Phil was honing in more on individuality and on the players. Popovich is like, either you work with this system or you out of here. It was like a, it was like an orchestra. Like, Phil Jackson, to me, he, he did an orchestra, and, and Popovich was like a producer. I don't know if that's something, like, you could put into words. I really want to get to the fact that you you told your players how to talk and do all these things, but you didn't tell them how to shoot nor dribble. No, they for you, sure did. You, you guys were butt. You guys were terrible. No, I definitely were undefeated my first no, year. No, not at all. Second year was You didn't even iffy. teach them how to shoot the ball. They, oh, they, so, you, so the team you was coaching, did y'all like? They were losing. They were, he I'm literally saying, doesn't know anything. They were losing. He's See, just now, trying to gas now He, he like, also has no. some adjustments I because went, now the information is I not went, translated. I went. Almost undefeated my first okay, year. He also lit. had on information uh, was translating, but if the SC trainers, his kids made fun of his SC trainers that he had on the Bo Jacksons. Okay, and they didn't like make those. fun of those. That's not true. That's for sure. I'm coming with some fly Bo Jacksons. They didn't like them. Them spoiled kids had Concords, Kobe's. They was wondering why does the coach not? I'm not listening to him. He some don't got no, He don't got no Jordans. Shit, it was a dark time. He ain't got no Yeezy. <laughs> you ain't got he no ain't Yeezy. got no Yeezy. <laughs> um. Speaking of, you ain't got no Yeezy. We do a segment on here where we talk about new releases. Uh, we're going to run them down real real quick. I just got a couple, honestly. So they're both brown. Uh, this right here is the first look at Bravest Studio, London Mule. Mocha Paisley, this shoe is going uh, coming out August 25th for 110 I'm going to pass on Yeah, You passing? I'm cool. Yeah, I don't really like the, the, the Paisley and suede on that particular style shoe okay even though it's kind of like a crop yeah in a sense. do you have any uh, uh what are these called it's a birkin Burke birkenstocks no i don't have it you don't do those but i know okay. like this section of it is kind of like has that type of same style 
style to it. Yeah. But I don't really like when it comes to those type of shoes, when it, you put too much weight on anything, it automatically looks old to me. Yeah. It ages you. I'm not trying to be like. <laughs> nah, I feel you. I'm not trying to. This like, is like your granddad's slipper. Nah. I'm not rocking these. I'm not on that. I'm right passing. Now. Oh, they cool. I'll take it as a gift. I'll rock those. They they cost 110. Nah, I'm not buying them. Yeah, I'm passing on these. I'm those ain't good. Uh, these are another fire. This is a fire one. I feel like I've seen this shoe a lot, and now I'm really enjoying it. Air Jordan OG High Palomino. This comes out September 2nd for 180. Shoe of the year. You think this is nah, shoe of the nah, year? Nah, I'm playing. I'm playing. Now those fire. Though. Top three Jordan one of the year. Name the top three Jordan ones of the year, Chris. I can't even name two more. Yeah, you can't because yeah, <laughs> the lucky I, greens and the washed black ones. This is there. The gold trimming, I'm not with. I hate that. I, I hate that part of the shoe. Other than that, this looks like an amazing shoe. Could have made it red. Yeah. You put red, brown. Red would have been perfect. Red would have been killing. You could put the red laces in it too. But you put brown and black on the shoe. Fire. You got me. You got and me. the shoe hot. It's, the shoe's hot. The silhouette is, I mean. Ones the are color, The color palette, the one. And, you know, brown. Like a mocha brown. You can't really. It go with a lot. With a reverse swoosh. Here we go. Now we try. You add a reverse swoosh on this track all of a sudden. Now we try. Are there any shoes that you are digging these days? Uh, something new, something that you might like. Um, I rock red boots on here. I don't know if you've seen the big red boot. I wore that shoe. I got it sitting at home. Uh, but that was like a wave, right? Is there any shoe that's very unique that you're interested in or even not so unique, just something that you like? Honestly, right now, it's kind of crazy because even though we're in a time and we're in, it's a lot of creativity out right now. It's so a lot, much it's so, stuff. It's so much stuff to kind of. Yeah. Kanye came out with a, the other day, he came out with a boot that it had a light. Uh, uh, I seen it on y'all, actually on y'all show. It had, well, you could, uh, it had a match. And I thought, I thought that was dope just because right now in the climate we're in, there's so many people that's living off the grid. Auto cop. Those that boots are fire. Those boots is fire. Like one of my favorite like, shoes this year. Stuff like that. That go back to like filling the void. Like people don't understand. Like a lot of people right now are living off the grid or living like like minimalism. So like when you got a shoe like that, not saying you're gonna use it, but if you have it to use and you in that environment all the time, that's a great shoe because you know that shoe is gonna be durable. You know the quality on it's gonna be real durable. So. <laughs> Functionality. Oh, functionality going to be there. Survival ass. Survivalist, buddy. Even so. if I never take them joints out to the woods, I got them. So zombie apocalypse, what do you think I'm going to do? Put on my Kanye boots. They're $300, I, though. $300 is still like that price that's like, um, but it's like, too, when you separating yourself, you got to have those type of, like, when you understand this thing called retail, too, it's a reason why you got to have certain price points because, like, when you giving... I'm going to just say this, like, for example, that boot. I'm not no understanding. I'm not behind the scenes of how much it make, takes to make. But to understand that he's setting the tone. Mm -hmm. When you set the tone, you have to have certain price points or people not going to take you serious. That's what that does. You know what I'm saying? It gives you wiggle room, too, to do other things. But you have to set the tone, especially when you're giving people quality. If you're not giving people quality, this conversation is different. But when you're giving people quality, you give yourself action to set the tone. You see what I'm saying? That's 100%. the nuance. 
you know, often a lot of times, you know, I always, one thing I loved about selling in the streets was, is that I can always kind of like have those price points where they could rock with me and I could show love. But when you get retail stores and you get these like production and all this, you got more, you're spending more bread, which means more bread has to be ROI, returned on. Return on investment, 100%. So like, that was my claim to fame was like, that's why I love staying in the streets because I really wanted people to rock with the brand and be able to support it. But I did used to have those pieces that was a Louis Vuitton hat that was 500. It's in this price. And I seen the di differences of how people looked at a Louis Vuitton hat for 500 and they copped it. And how people looked at a hat for 65 or 75 and they copped it. And the core of it is it makes something hot that people like. But you got to understand too, when you put money in, you when you invest in money, you have to have those price points where people take it serious. Yeah. You have to. You know what I'm saying? So I take it serious. I, I like them boots. I'm copping those boots. If you're interested in those boots, I can get some boots for you too. Just in case we got to go yeah. through zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I want me? some of those. Yeah, those, <laughs> those, those are those fire. Sure. Shout out to Kanye, man. I, those, you, you in your bag right now. With those. That's a fire And it's pickup. a small detail. Small it's not detail. even nothing crazy. But yeah. I think that's what, when you talk about nothing new under the sun, it's still a boot. But now it just comes with a, the small tweak. Fire starter, Kanye's definitely a fire starter. I want to talk about sports real quick. You are a guy. Football season is coming back. Football season is back officially. I am Denver Broncos fan, friend of the store. Denver Broncos fan. That is what I am doing. I am actually also a Vikings fan. You yeah, are. You've always been a Vikings fan. Yeah, that was, that was yeah. the core, right? Yeah, there. it's yeah. kind of crazy. Uh, the reason uh, it's not crazy. It's Vikings pretty are crazy. Nice. Vikings are nice. No, you no. should watch something. Uh, it's called Quarterback. It's on Netflix. It got our quarterback on there. He's killing it. But I will, I will touch back on uh, back to sports, right? So you season ticket holder for the Chargers. That's a fact. Okay, so y'all, you pull into the games with the family, watching the Chargers play. Uh, what's the Chargers doing this year? They're gonna be all right. We 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 trying to figure it out. Like I'll be transparent. Like we we figuring it out. But every year we definitely, I feel like it's like we like the Clippers. Like we we right there, and we got people we 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 supporting, but we ain't really did nothing to be like we that. You know what I'm saying? But we right there though. So this year might be that year, and it's kind of crazy because like I was a Raider fan before the Chargers okay. moved. Okay. It's because I, I'm always a fan of the underdog. Okay, that makes sense. I've That's always why. been a fan of like the underdog. So like I never forget me and my wife, we went to a tail before then I didn't have a a, a team. I just used to watch football. But we went to a, a Raiders game. And what I love about the tailgate, we was tailgating. I love that the fact that they was losing, but they was partying like nigga, like fuck <laughs> it. Like we here. Like I ain't tripping. Like, you know what I'm saying? They was just embracing the moment, like, fuck it. Like, even though we lost, we still rocking with our team. Like, and you don't see a lot of that, like. With the Lakers, like when the Lakers is losing, everybody quiet. When that's winning, LA, man. That's bandwagon. I don't really like the bandwagon. Yeah, I LA. like to like. So by default, for sure, since I'm a season ticket holder, I'm for sure a Chargers fan. But I'd still be like, right, don't get me wrong, like Raiders for sure. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Very nice. Okay. Cool. I mean, you spoke on the Lakers real quick. I do want to talk about the Lakers' current roster. I know you are a Laker fan, right? Yeah. Um, have you seen the current roster? I haven't. I've been trying. Uh, so we got Anthony Davis, we got Wayne Gable, we got Rory Hachimura, we got Jackson Hayes, friend of the store. 
We got Jalen Hood. Who is Jalen Hood? Also friend of the store. Friend of the store? Oh, shit. Okay, my bad, Jalen He's a rookie. Got it. That makes perfect sense. We got LeBron James. We got Maxwell Lewis. We got Scottie Pippen Jr. That's maybe. I think he's on the G League. I think he's on the two-way. Okay, he's been on the two-way, too, for a second, too. Uh, Torian Prince, which I'm excited about. Austin Reeves, which is that's, killing USA I, I, right now. I think Austin Reeves is like, that's the... If if you talk about any player that's going to be vital for the team, it's going to be him because this last year, Austin Reeves, if it wasn't LeBron, like, feeding off of his energy, we was feeding off of Austin Reeves. Definitely. He's very important for this season. Definitely. He he is a 500-boot fire starter. With that being said, we also got Cam Reddish. I don't know if you remember Cam Reddish's run as a high school player and college. College. Huge college player. Oh, my goodness. Cam Reddish, nice. I mean, I don't know what he's going to do here, but he, I'm excited to see Cam He be in and out. Yeah, he be in and out. D'Angelo Russell's back. Tristan Thompson's back <laughs> with the Kardashians and all that. But Tristan just, you know, Tristan just. <laughs> Tristan's know. just that look. You know what I mean? Tristan also Tristan a friend of the story. So like, you know what was crazy about LeBron? This is, it go back to like LeBron. LeBron, one thing we can give LeBron credit to is like, if he could put you in position, he going to put you in position. Yep. That's what I love about LeBron. It's, you know what's crazy? I remember being a LeBron fan when everybody used to. So what happened was I was LeBron fan in high school, right? I didn't really even rock with Kobe. Like, be honest, be honest. I didn't start rocking with Kobe until I got out of jail and I started studying the greats and I realized what it took to be great. That's what made me a Kobe fan because it showed he showed me that all this sacrifice and, like, dedication to the game is what separates you. So that's when I was like, so I just remember LeBron. I liked LeBron in high school because LeBron was always that player that, like, I don't know. He just he was he OP, made, huh? He was OP. He was overpowered in high school. It was he had attributes through the roof. Yeah, it was this, and I just remember playing NBA Live all the time. <laughs> that was like that was like my go to LeBron. Mm-hmm. And so, long story short, I just feel like yeah, like LeBron this year with this team, they still need one more piece. I feel like this might be a LeBron MVP season. I feel like this might be. I'm gonna say it right That's now. That's kind of insane. Lakers. Finals. This is gonna be LeBron's final chip. He's gonna do it this year. Yeah, but they need one more piece. Though. I don't think so. Because they gonna get it. I don't think so. They gonna get it. Uh, this team is stacked. They are stacked. They don't. They, they don't need another star. You need. We need another star. Or just. I think if LeBron doesn't get hurt, you we'll need be fine. another. You need another knockdown shooter. LeBron needs. That's, that's Gay Vincent. That's Gay Vincent. Yeah, God, that's the last person I'm about to mention. Gay Vincent, and, knockdown and, shooter. And D'Lo, if he come right. Yeah, Cam I don't know about come right. We if he come right. Cam Reddish. We have a lot of we have a lot of ifs. That's yeah. the problem. We have a lot of ifs. Like if Anthony Davis can get his jumper back, like he how he had it in the first two years with us, we win in the chip. We win in the chip. If Rui could hit like he was hitting in the playoffs, we win in the chip. We win in the chip. We win in the chip. <laughs> I'm saying right now, LeBron MVP, Lakers win in the chip. I see the MVP. Said it right now. He need he need one more player that's like come off the bench that's gonna bring some flair when he on the bench. Uh, uh, that might be that might be AR still. I don't think he's gonna start. That might be AR. Or Gabe. Gabe Vincent. Nice. He, what he did for the Heat is kind of crazy. He he was killing. I, you know what I mean? It's like I sometimes I like that 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 veteran player that's like not too old but not too young that can like when he's on the court that can control. Because the playoffs is different than the regular season. Mm-hmm. When you get in the playoffs, it's all psychological. You feel me? And so that's why you need those players that's like, could come in and 
when everything is getting too hype, when LeBron is off the court, calm they it could, down. It's Austin. That's Austin that for it, sure. It's Austin. Okay, but it's like you only you don't want to just. That's Austin for sure. And Gabe. And Gabe. I don't know about the Gabe yet. Yeah, that's okay. Austin for sure. <laughs> I don't know about the Gabe. I don't know about the Gabe yet. I don't know about the Gabe, <laughs> the Gabe yet. That's, yet. that's definitely <laughs> Austin for sure, though. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be in a good place. I, I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I wanted to ask y'all about the new roster because it got announced. You say um, LeBron winning MVP? LeBron MVP. I say Anthony Davis going for MVP. Nah. He showed us what he going to do. No, 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 no. I need to speak my piece on Anthony Davis. Go ahead. He's getting disrespected, okay? Go ahead. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was the sole reason why we won that 2020 chip. Anthony Davis. The bubble chip you talking about? Anthony Davis was the sole reason why we even got it to play the Nuggets. This year? Yes. Absolutely not. LeBron Finn James is the reason why we played the Nuggets. No. Did you LeBron's see LeBron James' LeBron's final round. run after that 27 games off? LeBron's he was beasting. round one was iffy. Of course. He's old. Anthony, he, he, da- Anthony Davis took took out Rudy Gobert and Cat. He took out. And he was non-existent the for the season, he, though. Then he took out Defensive Player of the Year. But yeah, sad fact he had to go up to Jokic, who who took out everybody in the league. We wouldn't even ran into them if we did it better in the season. We wouldn't even ran into that. You got to go against that again. Nah, That's Jokic, why you need that extra play. Jokic, Jokic ain't pick up a ball. Also, <laughs> do, do, does that. Jokic really have to pick up a ball? No, players like that. No way. Though, players like that. Nah, they want another one. Yeah, Jokic don't care. He he's stoic. Also, nah, he's not gonna pick up a ball and still give us fifty. I think Anthony Davis is gonna come with something different. Man. Hopefully, please, Anthony Davis, come with something that's yeah. gonna assist the team. I want to talk about one last thing. Um, this is a debate going on too. One last debate: Who is the greatest point guard of all time? Michael Jordan came out and said it was Magic Johnson. Blasphemy. I'm gonna agree. Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard of all time. Who do you think is the greatest point guard of all time? If you look at Accolades, Magic got five. But if I was building a team right now, I'm taking Steph. Because Steph, when he's on the court, the way he could the way he stretches the floor is it's something that's that um the way when Steph when Steph is on the floor, it's something that's like when you could really understand the game, it's hard. To defend, it's, I feel like with Magic, I'll, I I could come up with some things that kind of slow Magic down. But with Steph, oh man, yes you can. You never seen the razzle dazzle little. That's all cool, but like <laughs> in this cool. era right now, nah, bro, Steph because Steph when he stretches the floor, he creates so much for everybody else because he's so far out. You feel me? And people don't really understand how vital that is. Like he's making. The players around him, like, it's just, when you really study the game, you understand, like, his value on the court is different than Magic's. Not taking nothing away from Magic. Magic is the GOAT. But if you build a team in this era right now, you was trying to compete, and you're looking at both of them in their prime, you got to go with Steph because when he's on the court, he's drawing two or three. And then not only that, when he shoots the ball, if he gets it back. One of them going in. One of them going in. Steph Curry got that same pool. You, y'all going to think I'm crazy. What about Damer Kyrie? Steph, Steph Curry had that same pool on how people were terrified of Kobe and Mike. He has that same that pool. Same. Yeah. One Steph touched the ball, two or oh, three, two or three get people. the ball out of his hands. Yeah, two or three people flying. 
See, the thing is, with Magic, I don't think he had that same pull. He did. I, I'll even... He no, did. he didn't. No, he didn't. It's he, called he winning could, time. He couldn't shoot like it's that. It's called winning he time. Shoot, and that's what I'm saying. Yes, he, he could. Win. What are y'all talking about? Dog. Yes, he can. Nah. It's nasty. It looked funny. He, it wasn't but a it great went shooter. In. That's but like it, saying that LeBron. It's like saying Jordan is a good shooter. LeBron exactly. doesn't have that same pool. You okay? But he can shoot. With, I'm gonna pass to LeBron. He might hit a three. M- so will Magic. MJ couldn't Magic shoot. Magic had thirty some points you know, in the game. I'll go off your point. MJ you know, MJ couldn't shoot, but he 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 gonna make a a, a shot over three. So people. will Magic. Another no, thing not. too, you're not wearing the Steph sky down. hook. You're not wearing him down. To oppose it, like if you start, if you draw up certain defenses with Magic, you are gonna wear him down. Okay. With Steph, uh, I've been I, I've been to a game. Shout out to uh, Jason. I got to see two hours of this man. Get to the game early, and he had these goggles on, and the shit that he was doing pre-game, I understood why he was really like that. No, he just run, bro. Supposedly he runs eleven miles in one game. Yeah, eleven. And miles. still ready to shoot. Energy is high. He's, he's, he's running killing. infinity loops. Yeah, just around the court. So in the yeah. fourth quarter, when Magic, we throwing Magic in the game, and he low key kind of winded. it. Steph still. Man, y'all gotta move? watch winning times. Man, y'all y'all gonna put some respect damn. on Magic name. Nah. Nah, the only thing that slowed Magic down, the only thing that slowed Magic down, was a cold. It was the what? You know what I said? Say it. A cold. A cold. He had a cold. He had a cold. Yeah. Slowed him down. Just say it, man. Just say it. I'm gonna say that. Man, no, because our editors won't edit stuff out. So rather <laughs> me getting stuff beefed out. It's Magic it's had a cold. HIV. Slowed him down. Yeah. Magic. HIV. Magic got them fired. Sorry. Thank you to our editors. You you like that Magic, but Steph. He's he's the new he's the new kid in town. What about Dame? What about Kyrie? I like Kyrie. Steph is Kyrie is Chris Paul's my favorite point guard. He's gonna be with Steph. No, we're gonna not. see it. He it. Oh like, yeah, he's he starting. Is. He is. The, the I, list came out. Totally forgot. I think I think when you talk about revolutionizing, it go for me. The list is AI, then it's Steph. Oh, Mickey's going to be happy about that. And then it, I mean, it's then true. It's, and then it's, it's magic. Because AI, you got to realize when AI was doing what he was doing, bro, he took a lot of, it's always, when you when you innovative, it's always somebody that's taking the arrows. Yeah. The tattoos, the cornrows, the way even, like. Should the headband. The, the baggy hand, suit. The, the, the baggy. baggy suit. All those things, bro. Like, before that, <laughs> the, the person before like that, that was Jordan who set the tone as far as the aesthetic on dropping the shorts a little lower. Then it was a five five. Then it was Iverson. When you talk about like researching the NBA and seeing the transitions, Iverson is like you got to put him up there because he got a lot of flack for doing him, for doing that. Nike socks and Vans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they like, nah, bro, you can't do the Nike socks and Vans. She's like, what you mean? I'm AI. I do what I want to do. Facts. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I mean, you know, it's it's a long going debate. Who is the best? Only time will tell, right? When when Curry's done, we will actually see the legacy that's that's finished. When Kyrie's done, we'll see the legacy that's finished. Even Dame, if Dame can get somewhere where he can win, might Dame, be a different story. Dame, he he a bull. Dame is like Dame just need what LeBron needed when he was with with the with Cleveland. He need a piece. Nobody does it by themselves. That's yeah. why I love music. Shit, Kobe did. Kobe, Kobe didn't do it by itself. None of them years. <laughs> he he willed his team to win. I feel like Kobe's the closest one. That, 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 no, Mike that is, didn't have the Mike no, is Mike the had one. A, Mike had a super team, sir. That's blasphemy Mike, for Mike you had to a say. Scotty Pippen, super team? Dennis Rodman. Hey, Scotty Pippen. What are you talking about? You, you said Dennis Rodman and Scotty Pippen. Who else? 
Who else? That them two alone. Steve Kerr. Oh Look, my God. Steve we Kerr. Steve. Steve Kerr is not even the best coach of the Warriors. Jeff Hornacek. People don't know. Jeff Rodman, Hornacek is crazy. Rodman, Rodman was that value. You got to realize Jordan didn't win until he got Rodman. Yeah. Man, he Jordan. couldn't get past Rodman. Yeah, until but, they got those pieces. You're right. Because Rodman, you know why? Because Rodman, every team needs a player that's going to do the dirty work. Steve Kerr, Tony Kukoc, bums. Crazy. Absolute bums. Absolute Jordan ain't winning a chip without Kerr, sir. bums. Jordan is not winning a chip without yeah, Kerr. Yeah, he would. He would have just not passed it and shot a layup. That's crazy. He would have just I, not passed it and shot a layup. I think Jordan would still would have got it done, but I think Kerr definitely played an intricate value because, once again, when you drawing ones and twos, all you need is a knockdown. True. Jordan was doing that. Yeah. Kerr was that. He got lucky. Jordan just punched him in the face the, the week before. That makes sense. How you feel about that? What? I think, so this go back to like his statement, right? It's like, okay. Some would say the punch in the face is OD, right? Some would say that. Okay. It is. It is, yeah, right? It is. And, your, and, your, and the way you use your perspective is like, nah, bro, we could be nicer than that. Yes, but fast forward, I always look at this, is that They got the job done, and Kerr respected him after that. Yeah. And not to mention, like, I, I want to say it's not always, like, the actual punch in the face. It could be the the figure, the figure figurative uh, way of saying, I'm punching you in the face. I've been punching the face by you before. When it comes to uh, something that we talk about, you're like, nah, this, right? Like, sometimes you got to take that and be like, oh, shit, like, that, that woke me up. You know what I mean? Hopefully that wakes you up to, then to try and do something different. Um, in, in your approach when it comes to that, right? Like, well, this is why I bring it up is that sometimes when you're yelling, nobody wants to listen. Yeah. So when nobody wants to listen, you have to figure out certain ways to get their attention. Thank you. Yeah. And so that's no different than in football. I've seen multiple times coaches go over and smack, smack them person yeah. on the helmet and say, "Get get your head in the game." They was yelling on the sideline, but that smack might just. Mm-hmm. And it's out of love, though. The thing about it, the smack got to be out of love. 100%. It ain't the, like, well, oh, well what's the name just did? Draymond. I was about to say that. That's like, not, that's not, that wasn't out of love. I think the Jordan thing was like, I need you, bro. Yeah. I need you here with me. Yeah. So just get in line. Tough enough. I need you here with me. When we, oh, my, when we go to war, I need you. Yeah. So I need you to be in tune. And so the thing about it, when I look at the game, it's like it's it's all about the approach and, and the reasoning. It's cool to yell, yelling like like people don't understand. I, somebody told me this that gave me a different perspective. Like being mad is a good emotion. It's how you translate the energy. Mm-hmm. When Kanye was like, "Hey, no, I need everybody," we all felt that on that clip, mm-hmm. and I guarantee, you, present everybody really felt it. Mm-hmm. That was his way to get everybody in tune. Like, I'm trying to really take us to the highest level. Everybody got their approach. But different level of focus. I'll say that. And a lot of times you don't appreciate it in the moment, right? Like, in the moment, it might feel weird. It might feel uncomfortable. But, like, after that moment, like you said, and then we win, I'm like, that needed to happen. Everybody's happy. Yeah. Because if we lose and we and we knew that we wasn't all the way in sync, my my biggest thing is, like, Somebody said this in a clip I was watching the other day. It's like, if we, if you doing something and you don't check me, you really not my homie. Facts. 
Facts. Like, if I see you slipping on something and I know it's value to you, I'm supposed to check you. Facts. That's how you know we really homies out here. Facts. So I think Jordan cared about all them niggas. He was checking niggas because he knew at the end of the day he really wanted to win. Kobe, he was checking niggas because he really wanted to win. LeBron, don't get it twisted. LeBron be checking niggas. He just doing it in a way where... It looks probably, nice. It just looks nicer. Yeah. But LeBron wants to win, bro. Publicist on 10. And you got to and you gotta be... Uh, uh, what is it called? Um, you got to be... You got to receive the checking respectfully, right? It might not feel good in the time, but also know why my brother is yelling at me or, or, or telling me uh, there's a different route, right? Like, you got to be receptive to that. And when you are, you realize the next time you go about it, you go about it a little bit differently, you might see a different perspective, and it always helps. That's what I just see from that. You know Facts. what I mean? So uh, I, just, I just wanted to put that in because study the grace, man. They all got a, a certain nuance. Ali, all of them. It's seriousness. When you're serious, you're passionate. When you're passionate, comes a little bit more intense. Not gonna be soft all the time. It's facts. I agree. Have y'all seen George Foreman? A side, side note, it's on Netflix. George Foreman, uh, Ali's in that movie. That's what you reminded me of when you said that uh, Ali knocked George Foreman clean out. He he went to making grills after that. After Ali knocked George Foreman out, he was never the same. <laughs> he was never Everybody the same. shit, like, I'm here. <laughs> he started making grills. He got up out of there. Um, but, yeah, man, we, we definitely appreciate you being in the building, Go. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time out. Um, we definitely want to do another show because you got so many layers that we can, like, peel back and dive into so many different things and have different conversations. Um, and what we what we are doing, too, is, Obviously, this is the home base, so we have it here. We want to pull up on your setting, right? Like, we're the next interview uh, for one of the guys who we're doing the interview, we're going to pull up to the studio um, and then just catch a vibe there. You know what I mean? Catch you in your element. I feel like when you're in your element, we're in our element, right? So, like, yeah. we we act a certain way. I might yell. I might turn up. We might have fun, but we know it's all in love to make sure we get the product done. Um, so, we want to catch you in your element sometimes. Um, and. Do it again, you know what I'm saying? Pull up to the stool, man. I'm ready. Just know I'm yelling. <laughs> I'm yelling, but it's all out of love. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, man, I want to see us win. Us. It's all about us. We represent each other. Right now, we all on camera, and we all representing each other. 100%. So when we win, we all win. You got anything else? I got nothing else. It was an amazing episode with you, sir. I learned a lot today. Uh, Great meeting you. Any last words? Anything you want to spit to somebody who's up and coming, entrepreneur, um, trying to do something that you're doing in a similar lane as you, or even in a different lane, just with the need the same mindset as you have. Be confident, believe in what you do. Um, always understand that people not gonna see it, but your but your part of your mission is to make them see it. You know everything that we spoke about today. I've always had to just show and prove, and so if I give anything to anybody. What I tell my daughter, my daughter all the time is you got to believe it. You got to see it before anybody else. And, and so if you out there and you watching this, the number one thing to believe is confidence. You got to have faith of a mustard seed. Like that's saying the Bible It's basic instructions before leaving earth. So like when you understand that, you understand like nobody can see it like you see it. That's why these are your two eyes. You feel me? That's you fire. might come up, you might come across some people that can like I came across Yams and he like, bro, you're ahead of your time, but that's rare. And you're not gonna get that 
until you put the work in. Because he only could say that because he watched me for the first four years do what I did. And then on the fifth, he's like, nah, bro, you in tune. So it go back to like, you got to have a dead ear. You just got to believe. You feel me? Like when we first started doing the hacks, my people didn't see it. I knew they didn't. It started to translate. And it's going to translate for you too. But it takes time. Another thing is we live in a microwave era. And that's that's detrimental to a lot of us because we think it's supposed to happen overnight. This podcast that looked like this, I remember watching their they first shows. And to see how I look now, this shows passion. This shows experience. This shows that they're dedicated. And I think a lot of times we mimic the end result, but we don't want to like go through the process and the journey. And so that's how I look at the game is like, we got to start falling in love and being more passionate about what we're doing instead of just saying we're doing what we're doing. You know, I tell my daughter all the time, like, whatever you do, I'm going to support you, but you got to do it at the highest level. You got to, like, we doing basketball right now. We doing all the things that the top level people doing. We dribbling with tennis balls. We doing this and that. Like, whatever we doing, we coming for the top. And so I say that to share it with y'all. Like, whatever you doing, don't just say you doing it because you doing it. Just and be transparent. Like right now, I'm not doing clothing. I could be transparent with myself because I know that's something that I'm not on right now. The number one thing I realize with a lot of us as a culture, look, we don't we look in the mirror every day, but we don't have a conversation with, with ourselves. We, we'll talk bad about somebody else and say what they need to be doing, but we don't check ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's why, it's, you know, that's why it's, game is like everywhere. We got to start looking in the mirror brushing our teeth and having that conversation. Like, I need to be doing this better. Accountability. How can I be the best today? How can I be a better version than what I was yesterday? I totally agree. Because you're going to rub off on somebody else. When you come in this store, you should. You guys should have Rob and Jason on here. Because one thing I, I realize about a lot is this. Energy is everything, right? When you get the right team with this type of environment, Mm-hmm. It's not even like y'all got the shit, but it's the team that's going to translate the money. Because mm-hmm. when people come in there, they got to feel courted. They yeah. got to feel like they to rock with you. Like, think it's, the, the thing about business and, and, and in general is people don't have to spend their money with you. Nobody got to spend any money anywhere. Nobody needs anything. You know what I'm saying? So the, the, the defining factor is when they walk in the store and be like, well, I like how you took care of me. Or I like when I come in, what do we say this and that? It's the nuances. And so one thing I realized with Jason and tradition was he built a team that they was pushing not only tradition, but they was pushing like a whole experience. Experience. They was pushing experience. Yep. I'm pushing experience. You said something before off camera that was important. You said people are coming to the store they can spend their money anywhere, but they're coming for you. Like, that. hey, is he there? Okay, perfect. Because he's going to get me right. He cares about what I look like. You know what I mean? He cares about my style. He cares about just me in general. Even how I'm spending my money, he cares about that. People don't People don't realize that, Steve, but that's, I'm trying to, when I, I've been in the game a long time. When I see stores, I first come in and look at aesthetic, then I look at how y'all courting people. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. We can keep going. Nah. It's still lit. The lights is off because they know, like, that's that's that's, yeah. that's the vibe. Yeah. How y'all courting people, bro? Yeah. 
that's 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 that carries the legacy of the store. Yep. Definitely. So, yeah. Like I said, man, we appreciate you. Once again, this has been another episode of the Fair Game Podcast. I am your host, C13. My name is Christopher Alejandro Gastelum. And we're out. And we oh. got go with us. Appreciate you once again. Appreciate Love. you. Remember, guys. You are the Remember, guys, you are the main character in your story. Dress like it. Like, subscribe, comment. Get in the comments. Shout us out. Appreciate y'all. Sponsor Cash. He needs Target Pants. <laughs> we out.